This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to S Right Radio. Beat the Right Radio. Here we go. Helps if I unmute the mics. Hey. Uh, hello and welcome to A The Right Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Um, Fusion X joining me today. We've got Aldino and we've got Rook. Unfortunately, Nidra is not feeling well, so she's not going to be here with us today. But that's okay. We still mess with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, we're talking hands-on with patch 5.2. Uh, next week, uh, we will not be here. Um, originally, uh, a few of us from Gamerscape were going to be out in Boston for PAX East. <laughs> this is like a weird segue. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so Rook will still be out there. Uh, our our editor chief will still be out there. Uh, I'm not going to be out there anymore. Uh, yesterday, this is like you wake up and you're like, I don't want to get out of bed yet. Let's pull out the phone, check on Twitter, see what's going. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll get out of bed right now. Um, so yesterday, Square Enix announced that due to fears of the Corona virus, uh, they will not be sending any staff over to Boston from Japan. So uh, panel is canceled. Fan gatherings, both of them are canceled. Um, Autograph signings, photo ops, media interviews, done. They're not happening uh, out at Boston anymore. So that sucks. (laughs) It's understandable. But it still is like, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Our message chain was just a waterfall of sadness for <laughs> yeah. a hot second. And I just yeah. I just jumped in a barrel and just flowed right down. I was just like, well, all right, here we go. Um, so they are still going to do the same presentation they had planned for the panel. Um, they're just going to be live streaming it now instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be on Saturday, February 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be 5 Pacific time on the uh, Final Fantasy XIV Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so same thing that would have been at PAX. So um, we'll still get that. Um, if anybody was keeping tabs on Eleven stuff or was excited for the first yeah. NA anything about Eleven in 10 years, um, whatever presentation they had planned for that is going to be distributed at a later time as well. So yeah. um, for those that were looking forward to interviews from us about 14 and 11, uh, we will still be doing them. We don't know when, um, but things are are happening behind the scenes. So hopefully we can get some cool uh, information out to you guys uh, in the near future. So that's PAX. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of I people know. were looking forward to it. Uh, I was looking for I was really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just it's it is what it is yeah. at this point, I guess yeah. it's, you know, they it will still be there. Yeah, it wasn't too surprising after Sony backed out. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I was surprised when Sony backed out that we didn't immediately get Square yeah. Enix also saying that they weren't. So part of me was going, oh, hey, they're going to hang in there. It's going to be great. Fusion and I are yeah. still going to get to do all the fan <laughs> stuff. We're going to you know, it's going to be so fun. Yeah. And then just a couple days later, we got the announcements. And yeah, it's so it is rough, especially for the community. I mean, Fusion, I know you were so excited. about oh, all the Yeah. I really, I like, really was. I really was. We haven't seen anything about that, let alone no. something that seemed as though, you know, it was going to be almost this precursor to more 11 news or what could even happen. Having this fan gathering, having these interviews. Yeah. 
but it's i mean it, it is what it is and i'm sure a lot of people yeah. will still be there that's, that's the I'll, thing it's I'll like it's there. like i i you yeah. can't like slam them right for this because it, yeah. it's it's like okay well we have all this stuff planned um oh you might get sick and eh, we're gonna send you anyway like you can't <laughs> they're putting no. the health of their employees first you can't right hate out on for that but like a lot of people listening to the show they know how long i've been doing this kind of stuff mm-hmm. i've never had an in-person interview for 11 ever this was gonna be the time and now that's just like oh well <sighs> i'm gonna try I mean, to- the one the one good thing is that we do have fan fest this year yes yeah. so because yeah, so i was also yeah. like oh my gosh these were gonna be some of my first interviews i was so excited right, you're gonna I see was, people it's the devs it's your friends at the event yeah. and it's just all this stuff and it's like yeah. as soon as they back out and so so just to clarify too and i and i started to talk about this a little bit um they are still at the show right so yeah. um they will be at pax they are going to have you know the battle challenge with ultimate or ruby weapon will still be there yeah um they're gonna have signings with some of the voice cast from seven remake um voices for uh tiffa barrett Aerith, jesse and biggs i think i don't i hopefully i'm not missing anybody sorry um they'll have some stuff for uh there's a panel now for uh out, outriders outside out, out oh, outsiders yeah, outriders, outriders. Oh, yeah. i forget outriders yeah. the outriders yeah the the, yeah, the yeah. one from uh people can fly that they've been uh mm-hmm. working on they just premiered that like this past week um they'll have a panel for that um so they will still be there you can still go there um and and do square enix stuff right they're not like completely backed out of it it's just staff yeah. from japan are coming over so because of that anything that those people would have been involved with is now canceled yeah. um but hey, if anybody's yeah. going to be there, I mean, I would love to do the battle challenge with everyone. I'll be around the booth. I'll be on the floor. We'll still also be at the convention, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll have fusion with me in my heart and in spirit. Yeah. But it it, it got to the point where say. it's like, do I really need to, to deal with my travel anxiety and, and hop, hop on a seven hour flight to Boston if this stuff isn't there? You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> so decisions were made. It's, it's unfortunate, but, I, you know. It happens, right? So yeah. um, we'll still we'll still be there in some capacity and, and bring you some other info on some other titles and stuff, too. So keep an mm-hmm. eye out on the uh, main page for that yep. gamerscape.com. Um, so that is it for PAX. Um, that's going to move us into our hands-on time with Patch 5.2. So this will be a spoiler-free show. Um, that's going to will... be so hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I, I will talk about feels that were felt. Sure. A little bit. Mm-hmm. That's about mm-hmm. as close as I think we're gonna we're gonna hit to, to spoiler territory. Um, and so again, next week we're uh, gonna be off, and then coming back on March seventh, uh, we're gonna be joined by Sly. He's gonna be our guest reviewer for Patch five point two, and then uh, we're gonna go do our review. We'll get into a little bit of spoilers there. Um, mm-hmm. And the week after that, we have uh, it's gonna be really full there's I, I don't know how we're gonna do the layout it's gonna be it's gonna be packed there's gonna be faces all over yeah. um we're planning to get both ethis and anonymous on uh we're just gonna we're just gonna dive right into all that story stuff so uh oh it should be it should be pretty crazy um i'm, I'm looking forward to it i think it's gonna be a yeah. lot of fun so yeah i think uh, that <laughs> this particular patch is like an actual feast of just lore yes. and tin hat yes. and all mm-hmm. kinds of shenanigans um, I think that's going to be such an amazing discussion. But yeah, it's it's probably going to take us ten thousand years. I don't yes, know. Yes, it will. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be rough. Yeah, it'll be the, the cast that never podcast. ends. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what we're going to do? Uh, we're just kind of going to go down the list and talk about stuff that we've tried uh, and our thoughts on it. We mm-hmm. haven't gotten to everything yet. There's a lot in this patch. Um, yes. 
main scenario quest. What did you guys with without go right without mm -hmm. saying what they, what happened? <laughs> I I think first I'm curious how long did it take each of us to get through all of the quests? Mm. Uh, two nights, two nights for me because of work. Mm -hmm. So. I, so I, I did two nights. I actually um, <laughs> starting off, I wasn't sure where I was going to start because there's a there's a lot in this patch. Yeah. Right. So I went over to to the Rising Stones. I'm like, all right, let's we'll just start with the MSQ, whatever. And mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, I need to update some stuff on our wiki. Right. Because we have, you know, now that the new patch is out. We need to have the links yeah. for the new stuff. I was like, I forgot about that. Whoops. Let's <laughs> go back and do that. And then by the time I was done with that. It was. 10 a.m. Pacific, which means yeah. it's time for the ocean fishing boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that. That was the rest of my day because um, I jumped on that, realized, oh, I need to go do a couple more fish requests to get these abilities. And so, like, I'd get off the boat. I'd go do those quests, make sure I got them done in time for the next boat, which I immediately jumped onto. And it was just if, if, if you had told me that ocean fishing would have taken up as much time as it has for me this week, I would have said that you were full of it, but <laughs> no it's, way. I've been, uh, have you I've, become a, have you become a fisherman? <laughs> it, it feels like it. Like I've, <laughs> I, I was level 70 going in. The only, the only gathering job I'd leveled in Shadowbringers was minor. So my, mm -hmm. my botanist and my fisher, uh, were sitting at 70 in like two days or so. I went from 70 to 80 just on, uh, ocean, fishing. ocean fishing and then like the little bit of fishing for the actual fisher quest. Oh, quest that yeah because yeah, there's you know catch three mm -hmm. hq whatever okay well i'll be here for 30 minutes you know yeah. <laughs> um it's yeah it's it's wild i i wouldn't have thought that that would have taken me <laughs> as much time so by the time like my wife gets home i hadn't even touched msq <laughs> and i'm like well at this point we might as well just do it together so we did it over two nights oh, um yeah. It maybe that's a long way to just get to the MSQ question we had. Um, yeah. it, I fine. don't know. Maybe maybe five hours ish. Okay. Give yeah, her give I or would, take. I would think. Yeah, it was a good me. hunk. I mean, yeah. yeah. I sat down and, granted, I was uh, like recording and voicing, so I voiced all the characters and read all the little tidbits, right? Yeah. Which took me about eight hours. Oh. Yes. But like, <laughs> that's a beastly time. That's, I know, I know. That's eight hours of all that nonsense. But just reading it, it seemed like people were hitting that like five, anywhere from like, I guess maybe four and a half if you really sped through like four, four and a half to all the way up to eight hours worth of MSQ. And see, I didn't do anything else before the MSQ. I mm. always go in and do the story first yeah. mm -hmm. because, I mean, I still wasn't totally sure since I had completely kept myself like spoiler free. I wasn't on Twitter or anything. Yeah. I was like, I don't know exactly what we're going to get. I know we're getting the dungeon, but it wasn't until later that I found out the other hidden trial is coming out after the fact with some of our mm. stuff with um, yeah. the relic weapon. Yeah. So I was like, there might be a trial in there. I don't really know. So I'll just do the MSQ first. And then eight hours later, it was like dark outside and I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, I haven't what done happened? anything else. What happened? You like look at the time. It's like one in the morning. You're like, oh, I should eat lunch yeah. <laughs> and sleep. I got interrupted by raiding because uh, mm -hmm. it came yeah. out on Tuesday. Couldn't play. Uh, Wednesday we raid. So it's like I got to get unlocks, but I'm yeah. not going to skip anything. So like I woke up super early before I went to work went through one chunk of it when i got home yep. i immediately got to uh you know the eden unlock and i'm like 
okay, I'm good. Now I now I have to raid all night, and then the next day before the next raid, mm-hmm. I finished it. It's like okay, it was good. it was funny. So like like <laughs> it's it, there's always that rush I think right to get the MSQ done because yeah you know we're we're socialites right we're on Twitter you know we're on social mm-hmm. media and it's like you don't want to like see something and go like oh right. well there's there's that surprise yeah, so exactly. I wake up patch day and I'm like generally I know that the people I follow aren't gonna be like those people right mm-hmm. and just be like hey all this stuff. So I'm just browsing real quick as I'm waking up and immediately I see the method account posting a clip of like mid fight of, of oh, one of the fights. Yeah. And I was just like, come on, man, <laughs> like of all the things, right, that would. <sighs> yeah, it happens when you least expect it. <laughs> yeah, right. And I mean, there was so much more hype this time around. I mean, there's always hype with the raids, right? Yeah. But the fact that this was the first time that Method was broadcasting, and I hope that everybody wa- uh, who watched loved it because I, oh, yeah. I heard so much good feedback about people mm-hmm. being really excited, seeing the world's first. It's kind of funny and a little bit, a little bit ironic that the actual like world's first group was not involved with the method broadcast, yeah. but <laughs> it was still really fun to see all the people like participating in the groups that were in it. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I kind of did the same thing as you did, Aldino. Well, sort of. I did the, the main story, but mm-hmm. then I had 30 minutes before my raid time started. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, dang it, I got to get the normals unlocked. Go. So I was just racing to get it done while I was like shoving dinner in my face. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I mean, gosh, just like from beginning to end, the whole everything. I mean, the story itself, it feels yes. so beefy. There's so much in it. And it's a very good like first half to what we know we'll have a second half that didn't make me feel though as if like you know oh this is a first part guess i'll wait for the actual story in the second part you know it felt like this was actually Mm -hmm. like a really good hunk of story that gave me a lot of things to look forward to but also answered some questions set up a lot of stuff i mean overall without getting into those spoilers again like i thought it was a really nice hunk of story and all the other content, same thing could be said, but I was surprised that out of everything, that was the longest chunk for me. I mean, even yeah. unlocking the raids, yeah. unlocking Ruby Weapon, it took <clears> like <throat> no time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a quest or two. Um, yeah, I think for for me, I, yeah, I was I was super hyped on MSQ. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, like Eden, right, with the primals, like what are they going to like mm. mess up this time, right? It's It's definitely interesting, but I think for me, like MSQ was OK. There was some cool like, oh, things in it and then some things mm-hmm. that we knew were in there. But, you know, maybe the trailer make, made it look like it was going to be a bigger deal than it was. Yeah. Um, so MSQ, it was good. Right. But I think compared to some of the other stories like Eden was it was just more Eden. Like yeah. it wasn't anything like, oh, my gosh, like giant light bulbs going off. Uh, for me, the real like big chunk of like solid story in this patch was Ruby Weapon, which I was not expecting oh, yes. at all. Yes. Um, if you haven't done Ruby Weapon, go do Ruby so Weapon. Good. There were so, so many good. feels, so many yeah. feels for Ruby. But it's just it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's so good. I Ruby never weapon. expected Ruben to be the thing from this patch that I was just literally yelling about. Like we yes. were running yes. it and I don't yep. want to say anything else, but we were running yes. it um, after I had done all the MSQ with a group of people in the discord. And everybody was just saying, we want to be in here to see what your reaction is. And I was like, yes. it's just a trial, guys. And <laughs> yeah, then we got into it and it. I got I I was losing it. And mm-hmm. it's so good. And the story yeah. around it is so good. You will you will get the full spectrum of feels 
doing the Ruby yes, weapon quest. You will. Uh, the yeah, only, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I'm going to say is that I'm wearing my Gundam shirt for a reason. <laughs> I just there's, there's a certain point of the cutscenes afterwards. I'm like, what am I watching? Like, <laughs> I hadn't thought about. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like they took '90s mech anime. Yes. And just fused it with with 14 stuff. And it's it's it's, it's wild, everything but that I want. it's so good. <laughs> it's everything so that I want. Good. It, it's like it's really funny because I just stuff. I just started watching a couple episodes of the uh, Evangelion redub on yeah. Netflix. Oh, my God. So, I'm like, this feels familiar. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have to. Ominous. My husband has never seen Evangelion. And it was oh. the first Same with my wife. Yeah. I ever saw. And part oh, of yes. me is like, you're yes. going to love this, but you're also going to be just deeply confused yeah. by it. You'll this. also have no idea what you've just watched. Yeah. yeah. They need to, they need to do a talk a show. Disturbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, I, Ruby Weapon, in comparison, felt much more tangible yeah. um, as an actual story <laughs> and plot. But still, I mean, there were these moments. It's funny that you compare it to Evangelion yeah. because even just in the fight, let alone what I think we're going to be yeah. looking forward to the other stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a level, there is such a level of spectacle. Yeah, spectacle. And that's one yes. of the things that I just love. I mean, it's part of why I fell in love with Final Fantasy XIV and the Final Fantasy series. Mm-hmm. People who talk all the time about like, oh gosh, there's this huge interactive thing in the middle of the fight. And it's so dumb. And I'm over here like, blast us through space. <laughs> it's like, it's just, <laughs> it's amazing to have these iconic, moments yes and i think it's been a little while for me especially in the bonus no oh no not again the internet's oh you know what i don't think let me here Mm -hmm. let me uh let me change our uh, discord server again here oh yeah i always forget to do that (laughs) yeah we'll see if we can uh make that work there resurrection I don't know. I, <laughs> I want to talk about the fight so much. I know it's hard. It's there's so many, so many things. I have some I have a really cool theory, too. Oh, but I yeah. can't say anything. Well, what I can talk about and, you know, maybe we'll talk about it some more later, because I know yeah. Rook would love to talk about it, is that the music, the music, <laughs> the music, <laughs> the cams. Oh, no. <laughs> Where am I? Your 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 face zoomed in in Rook's box, and then like your hands are just kind of floating around the other. It's like I'm master hand and crazy hand. Like yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's funny. But okay, welcome back. Thank you. I was just about to get into a spiel about the music. Yeah, like the the remix for Ruby Weapon. Oh my god, I didn't know what they were gonna do because you know it's from Seven. I will not yeah. spoil what they did, but it's, you know, it's really, it's really funny because, um, you know, years and years and years ago, right. Um, me, me and Moose sat down with Koji and mm-hmm. one of our questions, right. Was, so what's up with the heart of Sabiq? <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll, Don't we'll get back it. to it. It's, it's, we're, it'll be, we're going to get back to it. And then mm-hmm. we did another follow-up, uh, year, years later. We're like, so you said it was coming, but we still haven't heard anything. Like, what about the heart of Sabiq? And he goes, He's like, you heard the orchestra concert, right? The the lyrics for the Ultima, yeah, that's yeah. that's we brought it into yeah. the and we're like, no, that's not. And so mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious, like that's totally a soaking question. I want to be like, so did you guys like take some of that audio and like sample it into the the track, or is it just like 
Koji and Sokin just screaming Heart of Sabik into a mic and then they just <laughs> like <laughs> I love it. I it's love so, it. It's just so crazy. I love it's great. And it's it's really <laughs> funny too, you know, last um last time we were talking about the furniture items that we would want to see from mm -hmm. this. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of want a statue, but I'd also love like something Heart of Sabik related, right? And so we yeah. got a bust of, of Ruby it. Weapon with a giant glowing like orb in the chest yes. and yes. and the the NPC to unlock uh, the extreme fight is the mm -hmm. dude that made the mini Ultima and Magitek <laughs> statues. Yeah, it's so I was cool. like, I'm like, they listened to our show last week. And they're like, we, we have time to squeeze this in right before the patch <laughs> right. drops. Like, quick, 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 get it in there. Get it in there. It yeah, was, yeah it's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, to finish the thought, I mean, the spectacle of the fight is just so good. It's, and it's amazing. It, it is so, mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of those things that I know I'm going to be remembering. And mm -hmm. I was excited, yeah, when I saw the reward afterwards, because we had just been talking about the statues and the heart of Sabiq, and it's like combined perfectly yeah. into one. That was one of the one of the first things I did after. So I, I, I logged in, forgot to update the wiki, and then I was like, I need to check what, because we have the furniture preview now, right, that they mm -hmm. added. So I'm like, let's see what they added for the Ruby weapons. I'm going there and I find the bust, and I was like, this is everything I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Yup. So uh, yeah, I still need to get yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. it's it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do when we can spoil, but the yeah. lead in to the next is super exciting for me because I wasn't that, expecting that. Yeah, that's an unknown. That's yeah. an that's an unknown, never before seen type of thing, and I'm excited to see how they take on. And, well, you know, I mean, in, in, in some in some degree, right? So the the yeah, non the non spoiler is they hint at the next fight in the series yes. and yes. i mean we've kind of had that before right well, with no, like I mean, triad what, and what the next fight is the the thing that they said oh i've never seen before i get you yeah and yes. it's you know it's that's, it sucks because i want to talk about that too and it kind of yeah. hits on a point that we've brought up before too yes but yeah. i we can't say anything Soon. no <laughs> weapon yeah. it's a spectacle uh, the it's so good amazing. if you haven't and done it yet it's it's kind of you know off to the side it's yeah. it comes up right in the msq it's like hey this is a thing that you can go do if you have time uh yeah. make time <laughs> yes it's yeah. it's honestly, really good it's worth it even if you're just like low on time because yes. when i realized how fast that one was to unlock how quick mm -hmm. the quests are overall i mean with it i almost wish that i had done it before i sat down to power through mm -hmm. all the right. msq and you know, you know i would say too if if you're somebody that you know, even if you don't do like, you know, Savage and Extreme stuff, um, I think doing Ruby Weapon before Eden is actually kind of a nice primer to get yourself ready for Eden. Mm -hmm. Right. If you if, you know, you're one of those people that, you know, come in with each patch, you know, and on sub in between. I would do Ruby Weapon before Eden because the mechanics are a little easier to follow, mm -hmm. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, to go do Ruby Weapon. <laughs> this will be on VOD. Stop listening or listen while you go. Go do Ruby Weapon. If you yeah. haven't done it, it's so good. Yes. So yeah. Good. And I mean, it's interesting because we were just sort of talking about the MSQ overall. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think this patch was really great because it felt like even the side content, everything that we had, it yeah. all felt really cohesive. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything yes. felt like it was contributing to forwarding the story or the yes. our understanding of like the scope of what was happening. And this is, I mean, kind of, I guess it's not wholly new to Final Fantasy, but it seems like in the past, you know, sort of patches we've had in 
they've wanted to sort of keep those things separate in a lot of ways mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons, right? Like if people haven't done one thing or the other thing, or, yeah. you know, if people only want to do this kind of content or, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want spoilers on. I mean, there's so many different reasons that they try to keep those separate or give variety with it. But it was really fun to have a patch that felt like it was just getting more and more and more mm-hmm. longevity in its story mm-hmm. and what you were getting out of it just through all of the optional stuff that you could do for fun on the side and unlock with a lot of the bonus story and content. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the really cool things too is, so we had the trailer drop for patch 5.2. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff in there for like the, the Boja content that we haven't seen in game yet. Yes. Uh, There's some pretty big stuff in some of those scenes that didn't happen in 5.2, which makes it seem like the story is going to continue Mm-hmm. in the the, the point two five patch, five, which yeah. is awesome. Like I was yeah. not expecting that. Um, I mean, that's, that's such a great change overall. Yeah. Like just, yeah. If you could give us, you know, first half, second half all the way through, like, man, that's such great pacing at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it feels I, I can't like wait. You're not <laughs> yeah. stopping and starting a whole bunch with the right. momentum, right? To be like, mm-hmm. Hey, let's just keep building the momentum with the extension of all the stuff that we're going to be rolling out is so great and i mean sure it does mean that if you are somebody who hasn't you know paid attention to a bunch of the story you might hit a point where you're going like oh wait all this stuff is all just building on it on itself and i don't know what a lot of this means but i think again it's just one of those things where like in 14 the narrative is so well done in a way that other mmos oftentimes disregard just for the Mm -hmm. convenience of the players and it's so worth it to get like invested in it and really go through it because we see these things like you were saying fusion like the heart of sabik where people have been asking for years <laughs> what about that what about that what about and here we have this huge thing that's all happening now suddenly if, if there's like some random like like if if like the next phase of eden like brings back atomos and explains atomos i'm gonna lose my shit because that was like another <laughs> thing where it's like so koji can you tell us a little bit more about atomos She's like oh yeah yeah we will <laughs> still still waiting <laughs> yep. Just but yeah. yeah i mean this this is an expansion that's meant to answer a lot of questions and yeah they they are certainly doing so um and it's it's so great to see the story kind of weaving in with each other because i mean you know we, we talked about this a little bit last week with arr we had you know the end of an era trailer kind of give little nods to coil and that was great and then one of yeah. the reasons the alexander raid kind of flopped so bad narratively was there wasn't any big impact on anything else. It was off to the side. Mm-hmm. You have this giant primal sucking aether, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, but it doesn't get acknowledged anywhere else. It's just it's just yeah. over here doing its own thing. Um, right. And to have, you know, this time around, just it's all entwined, intertwined with each other. It's it's so mm-hmm. good and it makes the storytelling so much better. Um, I mean, even <laughs> down to the fact that Alexander gets story context and ongoing future story context in Shadowbringers, which is yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. They're like, we, we we messed that up. Let's bring it back now. Um, but, you know, yeah. the, the issue right where, you know, they've kept it separate in the past and a lot of other games do that as well. It's because you have that that thing where like, well, what happens if uh, you get to that last part of ARR, right, where mm-hmm. Nanamo drinks from the, the goblet and then you go do like the culinarian quest where she's like a taste tester right after that. Yeah. Oh, that's it's a bot body Fine. double or. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I, you know, there's there's things like that that they just can't. It's whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a lot of nods. There's, you know, some lines 
Um, they do a lot of throwbacks to some stuff in the the mm-hmm. MSQ this time around. Um, yeah. Because me and my wife were playing it together, and it's like depending on like if you you know what city state you start in, you'll have mm-hmm. slightly different dialogue yeah. options, and it's like just that, and then think of like okay, but then if you haven't done Eden yet, it also has to say this line, mm-hmm. which also accounts for your race or where you started or what job you're yep. playing. Like, there's so many little bits and pieces that they have to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, the more that they do that kind of thing, and so that's yeah. why they don't do it, yeah, <laughs> or and I think that, you know as much, yeah. Know, like, game we get used to that sort of thing when we see like dragon age and mass effect but they were purpose built to have those systems you can't just add that to an mmo like that's kind of hard hard. yeah but they've been doing it more and more and that's great you know yeah i mean there's there's some really interesting stuff i mean i I can remember when um the the first life is strange game came out this is segwaying just a tiny bit but like Mm. um that's that's you know a game like that it's a lot of like one choice ripples and affects yeah. so many other things. And they actually showed like a, a tree, right. Of like this action and then all the different branches from that mm. one action. And it's, you know, it's, it's really crazy. Like how that can, can have an effect on stuff. Yeah. Thinking of that though, I'm actually really glad that you brought that up because that I think is a really good non-spoiler, yes. non-spoiler high point of the MSQ for mm. me there were a ton of little nods to things you may or may not have done. And -hmm, just like mm -hmm. all these little things, like you said, dialogue choices that varied depending on like, you know, even your history going way back in the game, which was ridiculous to me down to, I mean, even like the job slash role quests that you could complete. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a little secret bonus unlock there. If anybody didn't know, Um, but there, there are these great sort of payoffs in the MSQ this time around if you took that like extra time or energy or you did all this content or, you know, even just if you've played through the game, I mean, obviously there's going to be some connections in there, but I was really surprised because they, they've been doing it a little bit more and more, but I think we're kind of seeing them just dive Mm -hmm. into the deep end with it. Like, Oh, whatever. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's just put a whole bunch of, and it's really interesting too. And again, without going into speculation and spoiler territory, right. That, that thought of like, Oh, there's these kind of extra options. I think like that's building towards something kind of overall. And it's just like to to see that, to have that kind of hint of like, oh, like that's really cool to get get that as well. Yeah. So it's there's there's so many, so many things going on. It's I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So ha- have either of you done the the new Yorha stuff yet? Nope. I no. I OK. It. <laughs> it was Have one of those things of we're all like, oh, my gosh. And then <laughs> it's all ocean fishing's fault. Look, I even I I have no gatherers, none. I got my butt on a boat and it was really yep. fun. <laughs> I had a really good time. And my fisher is now like level 30 or something. Yeah. I haven't even done it as much as I want to. But yeah. I, yeah, it's kind of funny with all the other stuff that was going on. Yorha, that little narrative tidbit that we got i have mm-hmm. not actually explored i yeah i think it's because it feels like well you have a lot of time because when's the next well Yorha right there's there's this, you know? so, so many like, well i mean it's the next next major patch i mean that's yeah, the thing exactly. right it's so, you got three you got months time. <laughs> yeah, you got time so it's yeah it's definitely hey, you know. it's interesting yeah, yeah um that'll be that'll be on my list for for this week i think for sure mm-hmm. um let's see so oh, let's just let's just talk about ocean fishing. Let's just let's just get this out of the way now, because otherwise sure. we'll we'll just all be referencing it. I think for the sure. rest of the, yeah. um, have <laughs> have both of you had a chance to try ocean fishing? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so initial initial thoughts. I love it. I think it's I, great. I I wish I had more time to do it. Like that's right. about the biggest there's, phrase I can give anything. It's you know, there's play. there's the one there's the one line um you know from the, the captain of the ship while you're doing ocean fishing. He's like, if you have a problem with the schedule, please talk to the you know, leader yeah. of the, the fisherman's guild. And I'm like, yeah, the boats don't run often enough. <laughs> yeah. <We won't laughs> like every more. two hours. And, and that's it's weird because it's Final Fantasy 14. Right. Has been a game that more or less like queue times aside. Right. Tries mm -hmm. to respect the player's time. Yeah. You can come in. You can get into a queue to do whatever you want. um, Except for ocean fishing. <laughs> which is on a two hour real life earth clock schedule. And it sucks mm. because I'll be sitting here doing something right. And I'll look at the time and I'll be like, oh, it's almost time for the boat. I need to drop everything that I'm doing to go play <laughs> right now, because now is when the boat's here. Right. The boat's not here in like 30 minutes. The boat is here in three minutes. I need to get to Limsa and get on that dock. And oh, it's like, yeah. Oh, you go ahead. Uh, Here's a question. Is it because that is mechanically or or something technology wise, or is it just because they wanted to pace it so that there would be a full boat every time you do I it? think they need yes. it. I think yes. it needs to be a full boat. Um, yeah. Pacing. That's and yeah. and yeah. to make One sure of, that people don't just spam it endlessly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because the thing <laughs> is, is that it really it power levels you. It really does. It's so crazy. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure that it, it's mostly to just kind yeah. of force people to come together, make sure that mm -hmm. the boats are full and then right. like have the best chance of having the most successful journey. Well, yeah. And that's what I wanted to. Yeah. Cause there's, there's, I mean, two days in, um, mm -hmm. and I was, so, so the way it works, right. Um, so if you're a fisher now level one, you can do this. Yep. Now they have a boat that you can fish from. Um, and it, there's four different locations it can go to. You get a little cutscene where it shows the boat. The boat's just then like stationary on the outside of the map. Right. So mm. you can like see Costa del Sol or you can see like some all or something like whatever. Um, but uh, the idea is essentially that there are certain triggers. There's three types of bait. And depending on how you use the bait, what fish you mooch, there's a chance to trigger trigger what they call um, a spectral current, which is basically just like crazy time for fish. Mm -hmm. The fish will bite faster. Um, the, you know, because you're getting more fish, your score goes up. Um, and so, like, that's really the thing. You want to trigger those spectral currents in each three stops uh, on the mm -hmm. route. Um, and so if you get all those and if you can get up to a point of, um, you know, maybe like right above 5000 points, 5500, 6000 to be super safe um, mm -hmm. at the end, it'll total up all the, the fish you got. Right. That gives you your base score. And then depending on what you and your party done, because it's a 24 man content and it groups you up into, you know, full parties. Right. Yeah. And depending on the the overall success of the party, like if you if they fish up a certain amount of fish, if they um, get like uh, if you catch like a four star fish, there's a lot of different variables, but you can get bonuses to that point value. So you could get, you know, 6,000 points and then you trigger all these different things and you get like, you know, a 60, 70% bonus on top of that. Like mm -hmm. that's what you want. That's what, how the, the spectral current can help. And if you get 5,000 points, you get the shark mini. And if you get 10,000, you get the shark mount. Mm -hmm. And then there's an, an, another achievement at, 
I think it's 16 or 17,000 points. It's a title, right? It's yeah. Yeah. It's a title. It's, it's crazy. And so we're already at the point, and this is getting back to what originally started this topic. Um, it's, I think it's every two hours because you want that concentration of people one to have full boats and two to have people that want to succeed in this because I did a, a run the other day um, after the first current. Ideally, you need three spectral currents. You need one in each to get at least a shark, right? You yeah. can get it with two if you're really good and lucky. Um, but after like the first two currents, we didn't get any spectral. Or after the first two trips, there weren't any spectral currents, and people were leaving already. Yeah, and that's yeah, gonna that's, uh, that's still going to affect the point total of everybody else Afterwards, because those bonuses yeah. aren't going to roll in, and there are people leveling. Um, you can get white scripts. Um, yeah. I, it might be dependent on if you get intuition, which lets you trigger the know. spectral current. It's, some I people are still trying to figure yeah. out, I think, how to get white I'm scripts. Not max level, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've gotten like, I think the most I've gotten is like 39 white scripts out of a run. And I've only gotten it a few times. Which I don't, I'm not quite, <laughs> quite sure how that works yet. But um, yeah, to see these people come in, it, it is it is definitely a, you know, succeed as a group type of content. And if people come in, they're like, oh, well, I'm not getting them out this run. And they just leave. And it's just like, come on. But it's, you know, in that regard, I think it is. I understand why they have it spread out two hours apart. And I think, OK, that's fine. Right. It's just that that rushed. Right. To get the, the new content, to get the new mount, to get the new minion. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't don't be one of those people. Stay in it. Dedicate, yeah, dedicate to why. it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, no, Mm-mm. <laughs> okay no this time when i'm mastering in crazy hand i will try and do something i'm not watching twitch right now so okay. it's gonna look even weirder i um, think i think your your left hand ends up uh-huh. where my box is okay and i think your your face just gets like where rook is oh right in this oh okay yeah it's just right. zooms in and then i think your your right hand i think just is stays in your box okay so <laughs> gotta do this <laughs> but yeah i only got to do it twice so far ocean Tracing, okay and i liked it both times it was really yeah. fun so yeah and it's yeah. It, you know the nice thing too is i mean talking about um you know having to earn these points um it's been rough i've been like i can get jealous really easily and so mm. like the second day emmy from musecast got her shark uh <laughs> and then like shortly after that chili from mookle go around got oh, his yeah. shark yeah. and he's he's like he wasn't even like level 50 and he's still got enough points to get the shark. Yeah. And I'm just sitting over here, like going three times a day, like, come on, man. I had uh, oh. I did get three spectral currents yesterday, but my point total came up to like it was like uh, ninety four hundred. And I was just oh. like, I, I hate this game. Like, I'm just like, ah, like throw the keyboard out the window. Um, oh, but but one of these days. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't even know why people bail on it with it being every two know. hours. It's like, why just not just it. stay in there and help other people get the points and get whatever mm-hmm. fish you can? Like, you're still going just... to get rewards, even if you're yeah. at cap. Like, um, high cordials are super important. Um, GP yeah. management, you really want to be able to, to, to you know, have, have a good hold on that. And so even if you're not getting new white scripts, you're getting yellow scripts and you can buy high cordials with that. <laughs> um, yeah. You can buy the... Um, the frames for the new like fish painting things with your yellow mm-hmm. scripts as well. So, I mean, you, you get something from it. Yeah, there's no loss. And it's not like by backing out, you are going to, I don't know, save that much time or be able yeah, to go do another queue of it. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. 
just do what you can. Um, well, you know, I weird. you you say that, though, but I know if if you drop right, yeah. I guess the question is, depending on when you drop, right, um, if somebody else has already left and it's not full anymore, do you get the penalty? And has 15 mm -hmm. minutes passed? Because remember, you can queue up to 15 minutes past the hour when the mm -hmm. boat originally arrives. So if it's been like 14 minutes and you, you haven't gotten a spectral go. current, in theory, maybe? It's still a dick move, though. Don't do it. But well, yeah. Maybe, wait, maybe so if you, if you leave and then go in, will it instance you onto a different boat? Yes. Is yes. that the idea? Oh. Yeah. Because because you can only have 24 people on the boat. So there are instances of the boat. Mm. Well, they need to fix that then. Because yeah, the definitely. way to fix that is to make it so that if you leave the boat mid mid trip, yeah. you either like you cannot a queue back in mm. or you cannot be queue for the next boat. Like they have to do something I there would, to make I it. I would like them to yeah. do something that um helps make up for the the lack of that extra player for the yeah. the overall score bonuses some dynamic um, scaling yeah because there yeah. i mean there are like a couple of like npcs just on the boat already you know they have like some bubble text or whatever kind of giving you sure. like little hints like hey if this thing is you know really strong you should use this ability to reel it in like that that's actually a really nice subtle <laughs> thing if you're on there as like a newer fisher right like yeah yeah um but if somebody drops like have an NPC walk out and start fishing as well and have that count. Like I, it, that might be a little too much system sure. side. Right. But, um, it, it definitely sucks. Yeah. And it's, it's, one of, it's also one of those pieces of content too. Right. I think where, um, the more days I go without having gotten that mount, the more mm -hmm. worried I am that I won't get it because you're going to have all these people that are getting it and then they're never going to touch that content ever again. Oh, yeah, they're gone. And so it's yeah, it's it's a little nerve wracking. Like, I don't know what the, the solution is. Maybe they lower the lower the score like in two years or something. But um, I mean, I like the idea. <laughs> what I like what Aldino was saying about maybe making it scaling versus yeah. like the amount of people you have on the boat. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like some sort of percentage thing where it's like mm. depending on however large your party is the like proportional rewards you get are based off of like yeah. how many people are making the effort together as opposed to it just being you know well you have to have 24 exactly. and if you don't you know yeah in a month, well and it, you know and it's, and it's rough too because <laughs> even if you have a full boat um there's mm -hmm. you know you're going to have a range of levels yes. um and which largely doesn't affect it but um it can affect um, like like total fish caught, right? If you're yeah. you know wanting to use double hook, but you're like you know level ten and you only have a little bit of GP and you can't even you know you don't even have double yeah. hook at that yeah. level, like that can affect stuff. Um, there, I have no doubt that there will be some tweaks to the system, oh, to the yes. scoring, to to a lot of mm -hmm. stuff. I don't know what it'll be. Um, I don't know, you know, I I I can't propose what the changes should be yeah. at this point. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> But I, I, just, I did not think I would be doing this content as, as much as I am. It, it's really surprised me. Yeah, yeah it's I, a perfect intro. And it's so great to get you into fishing. I mean, mm -hmm. I am honestly so glad that they are doing nothing but like tearing down walls for the craft and gathering content yes. right now. And I mean, I know it's been tough for people who might be career crafters, gatherers to have something simplified. And there are some things that I know are still kind of messy mm -hmm. with the whole system from what I've heard from people and some of the changes and simplifications and things. But overall, I think that if you have this kind of cool content in a game and this kind of expansion on what we consider just conventional classes and, and jobs and things that you can do, 
it's so much better to just get people into it, get them rolling mm. with it, like enable them and empower them to feel like, hey, I can get a lot of levels. Oh my gosh, I can do all this stuff. And then it doesn't feel like this thing that you have to like sell your soul to when you decide to start it. Um, and like <laughs> this, this particular piece of content, I think is perfect for that because yeah. you just get into it. It's fun. Anybody at any level can get in there, make progress, get a ton of experience, unlock yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. It's really rewarding for the player. And it brings people together too, in a way that is really fun to see. Like, it's just nice to all be on a boat together. It's, you know? it's so weird because they introduced this stuff. They should offer in the live letter. And I think the reaction from everybody was like, okay. is this something we like, we're getting Diadem. Did we really need yeah. like Fisher specific? Like, all right, like that's really weird. And then you try it and you're like, this is awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like this is great like i'm so glad that they added this um yeah i mean obviously right the, the 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 big question right it's it's the same as any you know you look at something like eureka where it's instance content with a lot of people how is it going to change over time right mm -hmm. and you know going back to the idea of you know trying to get those scores for achievements and and rewards um we'll just have to to wait and see i think but yeah mm -hmm. so far I've i've been loving it and it's yeah. It's that real world timer is rough because, you know, I could like I have a lot of work I need to do this week and I'll be sitting here and I'll be like, oh, it's been two hours. Time to log in and get get back on the boat. <laughs> like It's like if I don't do it now, I'm going to have to wait another two hours. Might as well do it now. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's it's interesting. So. Final thoughts on ocean fishing before we <laughs> get it out of our system now here. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's good yeah it's good it's good i like and it. i think i think i think she froze again <laughs> <laughs> oh no all it's right uh, it's all right you know it could uh, be like in between or something but no it's a good it one. could be worse it could be worse yeah. um uh kitari beast tribe quest i know we talked a little bit before yeah. the show we just uh kind of unlocked these yeah i just unlocked it um, um I like it so far. Like it's given me just just a little bit of hint of like Namazu, the <laughs> yeah. Namazu quest, and like just the way that the first the first uh, the initial quest like the setup quest ends. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm here for this. Like I can't wait to see more of this. Um, have you have you done any of the Katari stuff yet, Rook? No, I haven't. But I really I'm hoping to get into it. Unfortunately, I don't have a gatherer that's high enough level. Yeah. So oh, yeah. They're okay. fishing. <laughs> yeah, like, so that's just where I'm at with it, which is, it's funny because it goes from like one end to another, right? Um, fishing is so great to get into. It's so easy. There's no walls, but I can't do the Qatari because I only have, uh, I only have crafters up to yeah. like okay. max level. Yeah. And I honestly thought because of what we'd had with past expansions, that would be okay. Where I was yes. like, oh, for the beast tribe, we'll have level. our, yeah, we'll have our crafter gatherer beast, like beast tribe. So I'll use my crafters. That'll be great. And then they released it, and I went, well, oh. I have nothing for this, so... Yep. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the nice thing is, right, we'll have DDM open up again here in, in less than a week, just a mm -hmm. few days at this point, right, for, for yeah. uh, the next patch. Um, yeah, it's just, there's a lot of gatherer... It's kind of weird. We Usually the, the mm -hmm. gathering and crafting stuff we get at the end of a, a patch cycle, but... It's just kind of throughout now with with the Ishgard yeah. stuff and now Diadem and Kitari and ocean fishing. They're just like, here's all this other extra side stuff to do, um, which is it's weird, though, because at the same time, like, you know, I said how like when I started out on Tuesday, I was a 70 fisher. And after like two days, I'm like, I'm at cap now. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, now what? <laughs> and, and I think you're going to have a lot of a lot of people like there are, you know, there's two other gather jobs. There's a lot of crafting jobs. Um, maybe with the side content, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to get into this. And then they're going to grind it a little bit. Um, and it, it makes it really like a lot easier to level up. But then you're going to mm-hmm. get to that cap. And it's like, OK, now what? Like, now what do we do? And it feel, it's that same kind of issue that you always get with any other, uh, you know, patch. Right. It's like, all right, I did mm-hmm. the story. I did the raid. Now we'll just wait for the next stuff. And it feels kind of the same with this content, except um you know if it's just something if it's something you're doing just kind of on the side right you want to like i just want to participate in this guard i just want to do the story yeah. um you don't care about the leveling you're not going to do crazy end game crafting maybe it'll introduce some new people into that right maybe you know it'll mm-hmm. incentivize people that haven't done it before be like oh yeah i'm going to get into this but like largely it's just like all right i did this i leveled it and now this is it like there's no new you know there's another Some. set of like items for ishgard you know and like you know another four months or something but yeah i mean that's kind of the nature of mmo content in general though i mean sure. it's it's yeah, just sure. when you think about it in any i mean in any single player game when you have gone through and you've done all the stuff there is to do i mean that's it and yeah. then maybe you get dlc or an expansion if you're lucky i mean the beauty of mmos is that there usually is some kind of content that's repeatable and different types of content have different longevities but we always know there's something more coming and I didn't even think about the fact that they released the Katari and the Fisher content together because that actually is a perfect way to get people like me. Well, and, up and, and then one. Diadem a week yeah. later. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> just, it's crazy. Yeah. That's going to help a ton. And I mean, that makes the Katari not quite as prohibitive. I personally still have some questions as to why it's not a crafter and gatherer beast tribe. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. it makes it so that there is at least like a nice natural progression here where like, yeah, you get those, maybe your Fisher, you get diadem stuff, you get your gatherers leveled, and then you can use those beast tribes to get that 70 to 80 gap closed as a sort of supplemental yeah. and to get mm-hmm. that new story. So it seems very driven to like get people playing crafters. And with things like Ishgard, um, the crafter gatherer stuff, I mean, I think they are trying to put in something that will give it more goals and longevity than it at least yeah had prior you know because even if Mm -hmm. now we're gonna be waiting for the next portion of ishgard to come out at least you're still waiting for something whereas before it was just like uh i guess we'll get some new recipes that people will want and then i'll make them and earn a lot of money yeah yeah sit on a throne of gil (laughs) (laughs) now there is some progression and if they do make ishgard kind of like end game crafting gathering by the time all is said and done um, mm-hmm. whatever that means when we get to the final parts of it then i think that will give people a little something to work on more than right. just yeah. the money game yeah it's fair um let's see i'm just kind of running down the list here yeah. um let's see I did see, and I do know that the Qatari Beast Tribes give us, this is very crucial, the origins of Lahi, which yes, <laughs> we yes. won't have to say anything else about. I, yes. L- localization is is made up of a group of wonderful people. Yes. And I, I think I'll, we can just, we, we can leave it at that. Localization <laughs> yeah. is great. They, mm-hmm. they listen to players. They know what the players mm-hmm. are talking about and what they're mm-hmm. doing. Um, 
that's how we got the the goobu wall to be canon in yeah. in some some quest dialogue back in the day mm-hmm. uh <laughs> how about that new uh, aetherite shard in the domain enclave i use it all the time it's so great it's my one-stop shop it's and- my favorite aetherite <laughs> shard yeah. I have not used it at all, which nope. makes me wonder. <laughs> and I haven't I mean, even been there yet. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, maybe they're just planning for future stuff that is going yeah. to take us it's there for, a it's, lot. It's for when we once we get into uh, Boja oh, yeah. and the yeah. uh, yeah. That's right. that content, since it's going to go through mm-hmm. Ian. That's what it's for. But yeah, it, right now it serves no purpose, but it's there and it's nice but that it's, it's there. there. <laughs> I feel are. good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see. What else is there? Job adjustments. How's your summoner doing? Feels the same. S- still, I mean, like, still summoning. Yeah, it's it's damage like, is being uh, dealt. And any of us math, play play uh-huh. red mage actively? No, I I want to. Um, so I'm gonna work on that just to see how it feels now. I played um, I played it as Eureka Mage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For for last <laughs> expansion, I don't know. I, I might try and get it leveled up if if it needs to yeah. be the the Boja Mage this time around. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, I have a full set of gear from the previous raid. I'm ready to go, but I just have to. Play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay, uh, but I do want to talk about specifically as not really job adjustments, but jobs and the world first. Um, okay. Because we got the world first. Yeah. And the first group was JP. So that was cool. Um, but their makeup is really interesting because they I had a summoner it. and a red mage. I love it. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, you know, the meta doesn't really matter all that much. Yes, it will help. It will help. You don't need it. Or yeah. or did the adjustment make red mage better? I'm not sure if Jerry's still out, but I don't think it really matters. Like, they made an mm. announcement. And I don't yeah. know if this, you know, I mean, maybe there were more behind the scenes sure, discussions. Sure, sure. But they did say publicly that they chose, like, knowingly mm-hmm. to play classes that they felt comfortable on and enjoyed yes, exactly. as opposed to the meta. And I loved it. Like, yes. it was amazing to me because mm-hmm. I tell people this all the time where I'm just like, look, Meta gives you information that, yes. of course, can be crucial to really optimizing things. Or mm-hmm. if you really want to, like, weigh it in how you're approaching the game, you can do that. But yeah. Meta is not by any means the end all be all of this game. And required. there is something to be said about a yeah. player who is incredibly skillful on a class. Mm-hmm that may not be meta like they can still do great things with it and you can still clear all the content because the Mm -hmm. balance of the game is really well done especially when you compare it to other mmos i mean it's it's one of those things where it was so nice to see and then it was equally hilarious to read all the comments because you could just immediately tell like on one hand you've got a lot of other players some of who are jp and things like that they're like yes thank you so much thank you and then you could see these little pockets of particularly the North American rating community who are like, this is a harmful mentality. Meta is the only way. And I was just like, I was like, no, it's but so away. The thing that I've, I've always loved, um, because I've said it before, I've been in world adjacent to first and other MMOs, you know, working on it, actively murdering myself to do it. Yeah. Getting really close. The people who do that, Yes, there's meta and there's, you know, like, of course, we're trying to win. So we're trying to do the best things we can do. But 
Like you don't need it. You don't. No one who is not pushing world first needs a meta. And even people who are pushing world first, if they're good enough, don't need it either. It does help. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you do more damage. You have more damage mitigation. You have better healer. You have better support. Whatever the meta makes at the time, but it's not required. And yeah, I love that they just showed that don't even need it for world first. And like, I think too, you know, there there is that mentality, right? You have to have if you're if yeah. you're going for world first. Um, and to see a group win that has yeah. that, like, yeah, we want to do world first, but also let's make sure everybody's playing something they enjoy instead exactly. of playing what we need them to play. Like, yeah. yes, like, hell yeah. yeah. That's, I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's such a positive uh, to come from the world first. I mean, there was also the streaming yeah. of it, which is such a positive as well, but like who actually got it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fantastic just to see everybody approach it in so many different ways. Uh, it's been fun because with the static that I joined for Shadowbringers, we mm-hmm. have been trying to do like the first couple weeks completely blind for all the tiers. And like that in and of itself is also a completely different experience. Oh, yes. Then, you know, like every single iteration of how you raid, whether it's, you know, extremely casual to hardcore to worlds first. I mean, there are different nuances in it, mm-hmm. but there's so much fun to be had if you don't like restrain yourself to one specific mentality Mm -hmm. right like you have Mm -hmm. to do meta or you're bad you have Mm -hmm. to clear week one or you're bad you have like there's these labels that people like to put on it as to like judge how you are engaging with the content and there's so much fun to be had in so many different ways whether that's like choosing to play classes that you love and a group Mm -hmm. that supports you in doing that and you're making it work or it's like yeah going in blind and trying to figure out the mechanics and sure somebody else has probably figured it out and we could probably do it much faster if we yeah. didn't sit there, you know, breaking it all apart ourselves. But what does this mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun, though, to just get in there and, like, take apart the game with the knowledge that you have and mm-hmm. with all the years of experience that you have. And I've had so much fun uh, working through, I mean, the raid since mm-hmm. we started doing that. And, of course, you reach a point where you're like, okay, yeah, okay. sure. Like, there's so much information. Let's go. Like, let's, yeah. let's look stuff let's up. Do we don't want to spend too long. But it's mm-hmm. nice to give yourself that extra breathing room to kind of engage with the content in a way you want to. Yeah. Yep. It's, it. you know, it's up to your group. It's up to your group. If your group is like, okay, go, 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 got to go fast, then okay, that's what you do. But yeah, if, you're taking you're taking work off. You're going to have, uh, yeah. you know, cups of coffee just on standby on your desk. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> go do it. You have two minutes, two minutes to eat a sandwich. We'll take a sandwich yeah. break. <laughs> <laughs> what is a break? <laughs> what is a break? Yeah. How do I do it? How do I do that? You know, um, this is a footnote from other things within 5.2. Oh, but sure. um, I was thinking about it just a little bit. The Grand and Free Company cap raising. Oh, yeah. It's something that mm. we kind of, you know, race past. And it mm. really hasn't affected anything too crazily. Like, I'll be completely honest. Yeah. But I will say that it has been really fun um, just seeing those levels unlock and mm-hmm. seeing people in the Free Company again be like, it's, oh, yeah. It's funny because I've heard of that. I've, I've heard of people like reacting because, yeah. you know, there's the, the sound that plays and stuff. Um, when it happened with us, I was actually <laughs> surprised I was on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't actually see it go off. Oh, but no, I just yeah. see all these people in the in the company chat going, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun, though. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking a ton about how some of the social aspects of 14 have kind of fallen behind like where other mm-hmm. parts of the game really shine. And mm-hmm. I think this goes to show that even something that seems like it 
it doesn't have that big of repercussions. It's nice you get a new tab with the chest, which yep. I was already scheming with our, you know, chest organizer who manages everything for us. She was like, what should I do with it? And I was like, I don't know. What can we put in there? And it was really exciting. But <laughs> at the same time, I mean, it's just nice to see something happen that makes everybody feel like, hey, we contributed to something. We did something. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, congratulations. Mm. That's okay. awesome. We did it. Yeah. And I hope they keep addressing that because it mm -hmm. is a really nice little positive change it's just been fun to see mm -hmm. yeah um skimming down the like there's just it's lots of little stuff mm -hmm. yeah right i'm trying to think like oh that new crafter gear though yeah yeah it's, it's, so, very good. <laughs> it's so beautiful it's uh, so beautiful yeah as a as an Ellison, yeah, you're welcome. I like I like the gear in this patch. Um, you know, it, it's it's funny. We were talking last week about uh, gunblade models. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so uh, I jumped uh, into an Amethyst Nighter, and I'm like, oh, like I wonder what the dungeon gear is gonna look like because we're like in Amaron. Like, yay! It's yeah. just Shire gear. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, all right. Oh, and yeah, um, that was that was probably one of the bigger disappointments, which yeah. is not really. You yeah, know, it's not, a, it's, it's not like, a bad set. I like the look yeah. of the set. It's, you know, colored differently. It, you can dye it and, and whatever. Yeah. But it's like, oh, to like, me, since we're we're talking about the dungeon, to me, the dungeon was the only thing I was like, OK, uh, all right, I guess then, because uh, I was so excited because I was like, OK, was it called? It's called like uh, an academia, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. OK, there's going to be so much to read and so much to learn. And I'm not going to spoil anything. However, um, I felt like I was playing WoW and uh, we got the, you know, troll dungeon because um, I went in and I was like, oh, hey, what's the yeah. oh, oh, it's just these things all the way through. It definitely it definitely <laughs> fell, fell short of, of yes. I think, the expectations a lot of people had for it in terms <laughs> of in terms of lore and setting. The music yeah. was like I like the music. It's not my favorite. There's a part that I'm bad. Like, if they took the part like the jazzy part of it and extended it to the whole song, mm. I'd be much more. Uh, you like, know, it, it's, it's funny because we it, say that, but I also, I also really didn't like the music from Academia either. Mm. Um, in part because oh, of that. Oh, do you stupid... just not like jazz? You don't like well, that no, jazz? I, I like, I like, ja I like, I like jazz, but I think mm -hmm. the big part in Academia that really took it away was the, that 30 seconds of radio tuning at the beginning of sure. it that then yeah. replays sure, after sure. the boss. It's That's like, like a yeah. little tweak that they could make in that dungeon. Talking about yeah. like the weird little patch of yeah. music that was like a footnote. It would make it better. This last it week. would make it a lot better. If they yeah. made yeah. it so that after you get that initial crackle, crackle static, it mm. just looped straight through the song. Yeah. I agree because it, it does feel very weird to go back to that starting point in the music, mm. even just from an emotional journey through the dungeon and then yeah. have this weird static downtime. And I guess I felt a little bit of that. It is funny, like this dungeon, I'm glad... I'm glad we brought this up now because yeah. <laughs> out of all the content that we got, this one does feel yeah. like for a patch that was otherwise so good, mm -hmm. that does kind of feel like the weird thing for me from 5.2. Yeah. Not necessarily because mm -hmm. it was bad. Mm -hmm. I think that there are some cool thematic things throughout it. I thought the mechanics of the bosses yeah. were fun and they had some kind of unique little things. But when it came down to it, and I mean, probably when we go into our spoiler, we'll get much more nitty gritty about this, our spoiler version of this review. Mm -hmm. But 
it did feel like overall for us having condensed down to only getting one dungeon i was yeah. expecting a whole new gear set i was yeah. expecting all the bosses to have unique models and they are all reused models from other yeah. like dungeons and mm -hmm. content i was expecting more from it in this mm -hmm. sense of like great the place that it has in the story is so good yeah. the like the yes. momentum is so fantastic it feels so integral it is like a stage that sets up everything that's about to happen it has a really good spot but i didn't necessarily feel that like especially having sacrificed a second dungeon and yeah. this being one of our new experts it's I, yeah. it's interesting because like you can you can see where Right. Where some of that extra workload may have gone. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, coming out of, of 5.0. Right. I was just like, Amarot, like, just give me more Amarot. Yes. And then we get 5.1 and we get the Grand Cosmos. And you're just like, this is an Amarot. Get, yeah. get this out of here. Give me Amarot. And then they announce yeah. uh, an Emerson Senator. And I'm just like, yes, like, yeah. this is exactly what I want. And then I go through it and I was kind of like, oh, mm. yeah, <laughs> like, it's not terrible it's just i think that um one of the the issues that with with final fantasy 14 and i guess the series in general right is just there's always these crazy expectations that people have right yeah it's final mm. fantasy it's going to be amazing and so for me it's like we're gonna give you another amrot dungeon so fusion will shut up yes. and then you go through <laughs> it and yes it plays an important part in the story right it does but the, the dungeon itself, it's just, mm -hmm. uh, I, was, I don't know. It wasn't, it was, it didn't live up to the hype that I had for it. And, yeah. and so maybe that's just me setting my expectations too high. Yeah. Maybe that's just, uh, you know, I mean, it could be a million different factors, but it, that definitely, yeah. it, it felt short of, I think what I wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah. I think there is something to be said. Yes. I think our expectations were high for sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, oh, my gosh, the past, I don't even know, couple months, we have been thinking about what could we get for the dungeon? What if it was like yeah. we were living a memory and then we got to go through old Amarat? And it was and I mean, that is something that I mean, sure, is probably a little bit crazy and above yeah. what we would get. But at the same time, I don't think that it's like invalid to say that Shadowbringers itself has given a lot of us, all of us as players, high expectations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that, like, you know, how those expectations, it's going to vary from player to player because mm -hmm. everybody's going to have different expectations. But to have this incredible setup that gives certain types of content that is, like, supported by this incredible lore of, like, Amarat and stuff, these unbelievably cool possibilities mm -hmm. for what they could do to realize that, but then to not really, I think, capitalize on those possibilities for whatever reason um, does create a question in that design. And I don't know if it's just they're struggling with what they want to do with dungeons at this point or like mm -hmm. what it is exactly while they have all this other new content coming and, out. And I th yeah, I mean, trust, I think, is is a factor, right? It may not be the factor, but I mean, any new dungeon now has to be compatible with trust. So yeah. that's always yeah. something that they're going to have to consider. Um mm -hmm. But it's yeah, I mean, going back, it's like this is like OG Amara, right? Like that's how yeah, they yeah. they pitched it. Like you go through this isn't like cool, you know, Emmett Selk illusion Amarat. This yeah. is like legit actual Amarat. And there wasn't like a single document to read in there. Yeah. And, and like it's... not that you don't write like not that there's not an MSQ payoff with it, but 
Sure. Um, there was so much potential to do something with it. And it just it, I, I feel like the ball was dropped a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was. Just, I agree. I was so ready. I was so ready to see those two words from eight show up on my screen again. Because you, you go through the first one and you get to the end and what's the final? Oh, boss? Guardian Force. Yes. Yeah. I was so ready to see that word. I wanted I wanted more. But yeah, yeah. I was a little bummed, <laughs> I think, story wise, how they handled it. Like, I get it. Like, that's yeah. fine. And it's 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 funny thematically how there were nods to other dungeons that were like that when you think about yes. Yeah. Uh, without spoiling any, I, I, I just won't say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there, there, there are some very, very, very far throwbacks <laughs> in this oh, yes. in this dungeon mm. for that for mechanics and yeah, yeah. Um, mechanically, I really liked this one. I mean, yeah. And I think that went for like the whole patch for me because, mm. I mean, there are definitely things in the game where I mean, it is teaching you a language of how you fundamentally can engage with or understand mechanics. And any good MMO should do that. So yeah. it means that sometimes, I mean, you do get into a new raid, a new instance, a new duty, and people are like, oh, this is like an iteration yeah. off of blank mechanic. Mm -hmm. This is like that thing. And I felt like this whole patch, we got a lot of mechanics where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is a mixture. All right. like, this is, this uh, is yeah. new. Yeah. It's yeah. a mix. It's a little bit different. It's a little, and even if it wasn't super difficult, mm -hmm. it was enough that like, I did see it catch a lot of people off guard. Oh, yes. And I mean, even in this dungeon, the mechanics of all the bosses, I really enjoyed. I thought they were mm -hmm. really fun and and kind of shook it up. But I do yeah. agree in that, like, I think it almost went the most base route of what I thought it could be, if that makes right. sense. Like, there was, was you know, story, looking at, at the patch overall, too, I mm -hmm. think, like, you look at uh, Anonymous Sunnider and then you look at Eden, um, there's a lot of to me, at least, it feels like there's a lot of similarity in how you react to certain things, right? Like, so uh, you have the the troll, right, that drops the things. It's like, oh, well, the ones that drop first are the ones that go off first. And then you go to Eden. Well, the things that appear first are the ones that go off first, oh, right? And it's just like, know, yeah. all right. Um, it's, it's kind of funny on, on that note. Um, you know, we talked a little bit last time about how I hated the idea of going back on the roof for Eden because I didn't like uh, yeah. e E2. I also don't like this new one on the roof. And it's the same reason. It's it's these they have just these weird mechanics that are they borrow little bits and pieces from mechanics we've had before, but then they tweak it. So it just feels weird. And I hate some of the new <laughs> mechanics on the roof. I just I dislike them very, very I, much. I, I mean, I think why. that leads us into the raid set as like yeah. a topic, right? Yeah, um, yeah. As something else that obviously we got the new dungeon. We've talked a little bit about Ruby weapon and yelled about it and in, yeah. go in a good way, good yelling. Yes. Um, good yelling yeah. But the raid is its own thing that we, it's hard to talk about this one without any spoilers yes. because the context of raid fights, spoilers definitely encompass mm -hmm. like the fights themselves. Yes. And the final fight of this set was a mystery. So we probably won't talk about that specifically until yes. later, but um, I will agree and say that three and it's kind yeah. of a bummer because i i did want it to be something that was an unconventional and interesting boss right yeah and it has some it has some traits of it that mm -hmm. somewhat but i think like standing up to the other bosses that we had and especially coming straight off of the second one in which yes. there was another yeah. kind of yelling moment for me yes definitely comparable with a ruby weapon mm -hmm. 
Yep. It just it it had trouble holding its own in the mm -hmm. arc, I think, yeah. and it feels yeah. a little bit like. And there 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 are just uh, to to me there are just certain mechanics that are just weird, right? And so, like you look at you know going back to uh, Ravenaster, right? The final boss, you get that like there's a finger over your head and it spins, and depending oh, on yeah, when you yeah, move and where that points, that it's like this level of annoying, but they found a way to make it suck and be even more frustrating. That's what this mechanic is, and it drives me absolutely nuts. Because it can overlap with the same sure. elements with other players. And so, like, you might think, oh, like, this will be fine. I'll be great. And then you realize, oh, no, that's somebody else's, yeah, like, thing. And, and now I'm dead. So uh, they could change that. I don't. It's just it's one of those things. I knew I was going to hate the roof for, for some reason. And I, I yeah. absolutely do. My, my gut was right on on that. Um, yeah, but we won't feel we the weakest of the three. But the other ones, though, are oh, yes. like it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, honestly, and it's I think it's hard to keep that hype going when you yeah. are just using the same thematic ideas, at mm -hmm. least. Right. Like because we're yeah. seeing these reiterations of the primals. Mm -hmm. But I mean, how about how about, you know, both of you? What did you feel um, like? Do you have a favorite one out of the set? Is there is something I, like in there? So, so without like? without spoiling anything, I did like the the options you had when talking to the group about the primals. Like, oh, what sure. kind of primal? Sure. Like, not, it's not a spoiler, like, because we know Ramu is in there. What kind of you know, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of primal was Ramu? And it's like. <laughs> He's half man, half beard, and then another half beard on top of yeah. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was re really good. I think, I think for me though, like looking at the patch overall, and I know review is next week, right? Um, I think for me, at the top of the list for me was Ruby Weapon. I was not expecting sure. that to be. I thought MSQ was just gonna be the end all of everything for this patch. Um, Ruby Weapon was definitely number one for me. Um, I guess MSQ coming in at second. Eden mm. was just it was more of Eden. Like it, it didn't really feel like it progressed all that much. Like we just, it added Gaia doing more and that was it. It just kept doing Eden. Right. Um, yeah. and I think, I think probably the lowest point then I get, you know, for me at, at this point is an Eminesis. I yeah. just, it, uh, it's Amorot, but like, yeah, meh, Amorot. Yeah. <laughs> like, how about you, Aldino? What did you think of the, uh, the raid bosses? Was there one in particular you really liked? I, I am of two minds of, about the entire raid because as we were doing it, you know, we always do normal as a static because it's fun. You know, some people have already yeah. done it, but we like, OK, we can knock it out real quick. You know, like, let's go oh, do it. Cause some people haven't. Um, as I'm going through, I'm like, first one. Oh, this is cool. Second one. OK, I'm, I'm sensing uh, I'm getting a little upset and I'll tell you why. Roof or third one? Ah, uh, yeah, I can I can miss it. Fourth one. Why would you do this to me? Because at the by the end, I'm like. As a summoner, can I have any of this? Can I have any of this, <laughs> please? Like, you know, you'll, you'll, like you'll get your Ramu Eggy in 6.2. <laughs> it's okay. It's just it's just a little ways away now. Uh, we're getting closer every day. But that the is a really one. good point, because that would be such a cool eventual, like, I don't know, yeah. ability or something for summoner. I know, right. Yeah. Like, the second one in particular, when, they're, when they say the conceit of it, what's different this time, and I'm like, well... I'm looking, I'm looking at my character. My character looks down and I'm like, I can have, yeah, I can have one. Of, yeah, I can, I can pick. Yeah, sure. I would like <laughs> those, please. Could I have? I think, I think in, in 6.0, 6 I think really what we need is when 
Titan Eggy is out, I think you need to be given a go-kart dash. <laughs> I think that's... Something. Like, these, I mean, these primals would be are amazing. so cool. They're so cool. They're what summons are supposed to be. Like, that yeah. really awesome, bombastic spectacle. And you get the Eggies. Or really, the Carbuncles. Cause I'm I mean, too. you get... I think you have to almost put those ones on par with Bahamut mm -hmm. and Phoenix, right? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I mean, even just getting Bahamut yeah. and Phoenix yeah. has been a very, like, they had to almost be pried out of the, exactly. the fingers of the developers, well, you know? And, like, and you know, this is a problem that they've always had. I mean, looking back at Summoner and Eleven, right? It was yeah. the same kind yeah. of thing where in a party, typically, Summoner was like a crappy healer yeah, that could occasionally do a buff. You would call yeah. out an avatar. <laughs> You would cast a buff and then it would go back. And then when it wears off, you call it back out again. Like it's they've always yeah. had, a, I think, an issue of, of how to deal with that, um, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's summons like that's a yeah. that's a huge, huge, huge staple for the series. But yeah, um, if, but you can't necessarily recognize oh. you can't rec uh, I would say you just can't usually realize that in an MMO. Yeah, you know, it's, because hard, of yeah. it's hard to do. Flutter. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do. Like if it was more of an evoker in which you use them to increase your abilities or something like this is super speculation. I, I think that's, that's, that's how they, they should have done it. Right. It's you, you know, get a, a move set and then magic yeah. move set and then you cast arrow. But Garuda, it's like a Garuda esque animation, right? Where you yeah, see you like an eggy type of thing cast it or, you know, that's what it should be. Um, but yeah, I can't right. I, I really can't pick a favorite of them because two and four to me, I, I love both of them for, mm -hmm. you know, different reasons. Yeah. But four was just. I did not know what to expect, and it was amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, four is pretty <laughs> wild. Four is pretty wild, and it's almost entirely a spoiler. So, unfortunately. Oh yeah, you can't say. Yeah. Anything. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. But don't I mean, uh, also don't look up any world first stuff because that's don't, no. <sighs> that is the only thing that got spoiled for me. This entire oh, yeah. match was especially the the, the savage version of, of the savage version. the last yeah. fight too. I'm just like, I mean, that's fine though. I'll never see that. But I didn't. I saw that before I even got there. So I'm like, oh well, that's all right. <laughs> Great. I mean, I I was blind for what four was when I went in with normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when it came to the transition, I still haven't seen it, but yeah. I've heard what it is. And I did have a little moment of gratification for some of our wild tin hat theories oh, that yes. we were we were spitting off. That's, the, that's always the thing that that as somebody that doesn't do savage, I'm always bummed when I see like those transitions because it's like, oh, I'll never fight that. <laughs> I mean, you can do it. And one thing and this, I think, is something that people forget a lot of the time. There is something serious to be said about if you are not somebody who has the time for Savage rating, wait and then go in with a group like unsynced whenever they eventually make oh, it yeah. playable for you. Because yeah. you can still go in there and do those transitions. Some of the mechanics are still really hard, but it is so much more manageable to get through. And you can just mm -hmm. like skip phases. And for some of those harder ones, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, you can look up guides and really try to figure it out. But it is way easier to get through. And then you can still see the transitions. You can still get the special mount. You can still yeah. do all the stuff. Yeah. And it's honestly a great way to even stepping stone as far mm -hmm. as learning raids goes to like people who might you know be working on it or if you yourself are trying to get into them. Um, it gives you a basic understanding of like the structure of the fights. Um, yeah. So it's worth it because those special yeah. transitions are awesome. Yeah. And it feels like, yes, this is the fight, you yeah. know, this is what go. I yeah. wanted. Yeah, it, it's, it's weird because it, it like you have to have something for the savage group, right? You have yeah. to give them something sure. extra. But it also feels like if you're not doing savage, you get like the cheapened version of it, which is like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I did yeah. I did uh, I did like, you know, Neo X death, I think either mm -hmm. 
right at the end of Shadowbringers or right after mm-hmm. uh, right after Shadowbringers came out because um, it's like I want that 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 like samurai body piece like that's like one of my favorite yeah. pieces for samurai because yeah. traditionally in 14 samurai is like the the lighter armor type of like mm-hmm. that was the image for it but that heavy armor from from that raid was really cool i'm like i want to be able to die that piece (laughs) and so we took a group in and we you know it took us a few times to kind of figure out how to you know fudge through it or whatever but um didn't get it but (laughs) i I was able to to see him rip through the thing and that was really cool (laughs) and that was the first one was it not yeah that that was the first big like yes big Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's so cool yeah um Uh, everyone's minds oh man so good (laughs) so good yeah, and I mean, honestly, I really, this tier, I think, is a, I mean, this whole set, the Eden set, I think is a lot of yeah, fun. And we sort of is. talked about the fact that the story might not have been really mind-blowing, mm-hmm. but I did really like the kind of character moments they gave us with sure. the story on this one. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot to be said about Reen and Gaia, and like, mm-hmm. half the time at the oh, beginning, yes. I was like, okay, girl, no, I know what it's like to be a teenage girl. I got yeah. you. Like, <laughs> no, so, I get okay, it. Cool. Stop being mean to my baby Reen. She's doing her best. Like, yeah. but it has a really good full circle. And I really liked seeing their relationship mm. uh, sort of blossom. And I mean, I'm curious to see how that yes. like continues, like without saying anything else, but I'm curious to see what it means for them. And as we especially learn more about Heidelin and Zodiac, like what all of this means for all of us, but in, in a very personal way for those two. Um, I think it's mm-hmm. really great to see them sort of struggling with who they are as people in this world and, and coming together over that. And then as far as the fights go, I think they're pretty fun. Yeah, and I, was, pretty fun. I wasn't totally sure, but even like the first one, as we've been going in with Savage and yeah. like I said, going in blind, yeah. some of the mechanics are just, they're just fun. Like yeah, absolutely. we figure out what it is and we're like, oh my gosh, that's it's because this and this, and then it does that. I've never seen yeah. that in a fight before. Yeah. And it's not even that it's necessarily difficult, it's just but it's layers. just, yeah, it's layers of this kind mm-hmm. of fun. It feels more playful in a sense. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's like a thing, but it feels so. more playful overall as far yeah. as the mechanical design goes. Yeah. Yeah. For me, for me going through, like it was, it was wasn't too bad. Like one, you know, one and two, whatever. Like I, I went in. Yeah. I don't think we just wiped. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that damn roof fight. I hate that. Like, <laughs> I was doing it the other night and I you know, I just queued up for it because um, it was the one fight that I didn't get any drops for for the week. Right. Mm. So I'm like, all right, let's let's go back up to the roof. Wiped six times. Yeah. And then my, my free company, oh, bless them. They're like, all right, let's like let's jump in here. Let's do this. We had an, like uh, we queued in. We had, I think, three other people fill in from the queue. We wiped like two or three times. Like, I hate that fight so much. It just it sucks. I don't like that. Yeah. I think one thing that's weird about that fight too is that it's very hard to verbally describe to people. Sure. Like this is yeah. a, this yes. is a weird footnote, but yeah. um, it's I've never really thought about raid design from the perspective of like one being mechanics that people can figure out, put together, follow trains of logic, and then mm-hmm. execute. So like there's that challenge, right? But I think there is almost this challenge in raid design that I never even thought of until just now, like thinking about this fight and talking about this fight where mechanic logic almost needs to be explainable. Like as if you could, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, Hey, let me verbally explain what this is to you. Mm -hmm. And I have found that that third fight is very hard to just explain to people. That was one of my issues. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, 
yeah, I didn't I didn't rerun any of the other fights. Right. So it's like I'm sure I missed stuff. Right. That I haven't sure, really seen. Before. But because yeah. I've you know wiped on this damn roof so many times, <laughs> it took me a while to figure out how things work. And it's it's yeah. weird because usually there's a more like I feel like one of the nice things is, is there's usually like a pretty obvious tell. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like and it's I think it's been more of a thing in in this expansion it's that idea of spatial awareness, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. you need to pay attention to the entire arena, not mm-hmm. just what's in front of you. Uh, sure, yeah. And that, you know, that gets a little tricky sometimes because, you know, you're either so focused or, you know, if you're like melee, you need to make sure you're in range. You don't yeah. have time to run away from everything. And, you know, you got to make sure you're packed in tight if you get mm-hmm. uh, bombs on you or something. But it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah, you have to be aware of absolutely everything that's going on in that I arena agree. and it and it took me forever to figure out like the tell on this one mechanic and once i saw it i was like oh okay <laughs> that makes sense okay. now but like yeah. finding it out by myself just I, I i was just like i have no idea how the hell this thing yeah. works <laughs> well it's almost misleading because yes. the way your mind wants to do it i think yeah. weirdly enough is affected by portal the game portal <laughs> yes exactly Right. There and you so go. <laughs> your mind tries to use a similar logic, but it's not that it's not logic. Right. And like, that's no. all that I'll say. And so yeah. it really tripped me up at first, too. And we haven't obviously we haven't gotten there yet in Savage. We've just been working on yeah. um, the first you know couple there. So yeah. uh, I don't know exactly what it's going to be like in Savage yet, but it, it is not that bad when you figure it out. But it's yeah. getting yeah. there and then communicating that to other people. Mm-hmm. That is just a little bit arduous with that one. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then and then there's the the idea of uh, having to match colors and stuff, which gets tricky when those colors aren't the same color. And mm-hmm. then like I, I can't even imagine, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they pick the colors. OK, for people that have colorblind issues, because I can't yeah. even imagine some yeah, of these trying yeah. fights trying to figure out where to stand. It's just oh, my gosh. Aldina, yeah, did I, I was, I was right. Earlier? The roof sucks. Oh, <laughs> were you going to oh, say something uh, about the third fight? No, I was going to say something about the first savage fight because you were saying oh, that it was ooh. playful. Yeah. Um, mm. And yeah, there's there's a certain mechanic where there's a lineup and you knocked of. around. And I'm like, you know, like they could have just left it at you just need to get knocked out of something. But no, they added something in between <laughs> specifically that made me go never seen that before. That's pretty cool. That's always that's got to be like, I, I, I'm certainly not envious of the workload that these battle designers have because it's yeah. it's OK. We need to make this fight, mm-hmm. uh, but we also need to give it something new. Like, how yeah. do you come up with yeah. that new part of it? <laughs> I just it's an interesting way to do it. Did not yeah. expect it. Like, yeah, and... I would I would love to have a discussion sometime just with the raid designers. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like in detail, how do you do all of this? What do you how come do you up with? What, yeah, I want to make a, a a quick nod here to the chat. Uh, color of Sakura. Uh, I'm colorblind and I can say with confidence that they picked colors that were perfect for most oh, colorblind good. individuals. Awesome. Good. Awesome. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, exactly not being colorblind myself. I wasn't yeah. sure, but yeah. I, you know, I know okay. uh, our friend Mr. Happy has has some of that. And every so often, yeah. you know, there's things that just, just don't <laughs> don't work well yeah. um that's good yeah. i'm so glad to hear that um i mean at my work it's like i i have to do that there are quite a few colorblind people and i make a lot of like interfaces that people use and they're artists so it's like color is very important like yeah. i didn't know anything about it before starting this job but yeah it's very important so yeah 
Yeah, they so. seem to have been really conscious with that, especially when they've added in some of the colorblind modes and things that you mm -hmm. can toggle, which is great. I mean, I know yeah. when um, Suzaku first came out, a lot of people were really worried because you've got the different colors, but then they also mm -hmm. matched some sort of icon in them yeah. that you could also use to identify. Mm -hmm. um, it's been really nice seeing that. Really it thinking is, about it. Yes, like making sure that people who play can and that it's accessible. And the fact that, I mean, it is cross-platform and controller support or keyboard yes. support. I mean, we yeah. have people who Savage Raid on either, you know, yeah. and mm -hmm. whatever you, you kind of need to adapt, you can. You can just plug it in. It's easy. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that earlier the idea of weird overhead symbols being oh, really yes. annoying, Fusion, you were yes. talking about, because we we were just working on, we were chipping away at Ultimate, um, yeah. and the mechanic where you, I mean, have all the little numbers that appear above your head, mm -hmm. but they're not numbers, they're little dots, and yeah. you're all stacked on top of each other, and you're trying to, like, jump and see who's got what dots and how many dots mm -hmm. you got, and you're like, this is the literal worst thing that anybody has ever done to my <laughs> it's, eyeballs. It's one of those things, I, I, I yeah. like, you, you, you want to see like especially this, this one mechanic right on the roof like that, that that i have such an issue with you want to make sure that people are where you know where people are going to go right yeah because it, it basically it, it moves you right without really saying much it, it takes you from point a to point b and you can see your entire path but that path can overlap with everybody the else's and it gets confusing and if you just move a little bit like it messes you up and then you're dead um <laughs> it's it's like the um the sniper shots in uh, the last leg of Ivalice, right? Where you have to turn a certain oh, sure. way. But then, like, if you, like, I, I, if you follow me on Twitter, I retweeted a video. Some It was a Dragoon, backed away a little bit, had the perfect movement set up, and then he, like, threw his thing, right, to attack the boss while he was out of range. And that changed the path, and he went right off the side, right at the last second. So but, it's, like, it's rough. But it's rough. Be, it is rough. Warning to everyone. I mean, this is this is a personal crusade. Auto face target. I hate it. No. Yes. Get rid of it. Get rid of <laughs> yes. it. Get rid it's, of it's, it. Yeah. It's one of those things like you want to like maximize your don't DPS and never it. stop DPSing. But like get get that line to a safe place and then don't touch anything. <laughs> Can I, yeah. It's I just want to do. Oh, go ahead. No, you <laughs> go is, ahead. This is like a quick aside about Leviathan. I'm ready. OK, so. When you're in Savage and you're doing Leviathan, mm -hmm. or even normal, Leviathan. you have to get up close to him, right? Mm -hmm. For many a point in time. Um, if you don't have auto-face target on and you're facing directly out, but he's over here, you can't cast a spell at him. You can't. Uh, I remember you so saying often, that, yeah. So incredibly yeah. often. So yes, that that's the one time auto-face target. <laughs> Pro tip. Me, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so irritating. You're like casting spell nothing's happening why oh right i have to turn like 10 degrees that way first cool nice yeah there, there's definitely still some quirks with yeah. enormous bosses yeah like the big them. bosses that take up like an entire end of an arena right there there you just you can't try to target them and like half the time i'm having to like crane my camera up yeah. into like the stratosphere just to yeah i mean it's it's funny because that yeah. that reminds me of of our interview we had with with yoshida-san at e3 um mm -hmm. where it was right before shadowbringers came out um and the battle challenge was uh titania right so we mm -hmm. get in there and it's like okay nobody's done this before and you yeah. have that ad phase Yep. And depending on how your camera is, you can't see a damn thing because you have a giant boss on all the sides of the <laughs> arena. And we got in the, in the interview, we sat down and we're like, 
it's really hard to see what's going on. Yeah. And his response was like, yeah, it used to be worse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I tried that stupid battle challenge five times. I yeah, I I spent a a, a little while there. I I ran it at least three. I think it was I I kept trying to get like i mean because it's e3 it's it, it's at those places well, it's hard to so get that's that's the, the thing game. it's it's you know it's always that and uh suzano right two years before that it's because it's it's new yeah. expansion time right so yeah. you have one a boss you've never seen before so you have to yeah. learn mechanics and two it's an expansion so you're at a new level cap abilities have been added abilities have been removed you don't know what your rotation is and then you have people that have never played the game like, yeah. I remember, you know, I, 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 I was watching somebody do do the fight and they were on Red Mage and they were just casting like fire. And that's that's <laughs> oh, all man. they were doing the whole fight. And I was just kind of yeah. like, I don't know. But I, you're, you're going to get people like that at a show. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. They right. All the words Final Fantasy and they walked over because yeah. they were like, I like yeah. Final Fantasy. <laughs> They're like, I like Final Fantasy seven, you know, and yeah. And there you go. <laughs> they couldn't get a ticket. They couldn't get a ticket to play seven. So they go, I'll, I'll yeah. go play the other yes. one. I'll play the other one. I'm excited for Ruby Weapon at PAX East because I feel like we're mid expansion. Well, we're end expansion technically. And, you know, people know we don't have any major changes. I think it's it's the normal mode, right? Yeah, 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 it'll be. The only exception we've had was um, at E3. They did a Leviathan. Yeah, um, that Leviathan was hilarious. That Leviathan fight. (laughs) So it was it was a mix between normal and extreme. They where the rails still dropped <laughs> what? um and it, it was so it was so weird it's the only time that they've done that right any other time it's been with the exception of the ultimate weapon in as is law for sure, heaven's yeah, work was, right yeah, and then they added it to the raid and we're all like what the hell like that's weird um but yeah so this leviathan like you'd get in line and they actually had a, a, a staffer with the tablet that's like mm-hmm. here's the strategy like here's how to do yeah. the fight um and I remember talking with community team and they're like, the win rate is horrible. Yeah. Um, they're like, yeah. what can we do? And so like they, they, they stayed after that day and they added like they gave all the all the different characters like high Allegan gear mm-hmm. and tried to like and they melded or, or something. You know, they did everything that they could to like give them the best gear possible. Yeah. And the win rate was still terrible. I remember still seeing seeing Koji on the sidelines the next day, just watching, you know, seeing how things were going. Yeah. I go, oh my God, how's it going? And he leans over, he goes, you know, win rate in Japan, they had no problem with this fight. <laughs> that fills my soul with a deep. I'm like, Mike, what are you what are you trying to say about North America, Koji? Well, but, uh, yeah. Haven't done that since, so I think they learned their lesson there. Yeah, they definitely learned their lesson there. <laughs> but, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the benefit here, right, the fight's been out at least for a little bit, so uh, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be as bad. Uh, there's lots more fl- people playing the game now, so you'll yeah higher chance of yeah, being paired yeah, with people that know how to play. So, um, but yeah, it should be, be fun. It'll be a good time. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. Honestly, overall, I mean, we're talking about the raids and, like, going back to everything here with 5.2. I mean... It really has felt, I think, like a good balance. Things felt a little bit more difficult. I mean, even like when we were just talking about some mechanics, I mean, sure, there definitely felt like there were some things that were a little bit more difficult. And even some of the parts of base Ruby weapon, a little, you know, it takes a little bit to kind of figure them out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've enjoyed the difficulty. I don't know how everybody, how everyone else felt about the overall difficulty of 5.2. I I think, yeah, I mean, the dungeon was, uh, the dungeon was whatever. I think, Mm -hmm. um... You know, and I, and I said it before, I'll say it again uh, for people that are 
the patch subscribers, right? They come in, they they subscribe to do the patch. I think I, I would recommend doing Ruby weapon first because I feel like the mechanics are a little bit easier to um, understand, yeah. like as you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get into Eden, like like I said, like you might have to wipe, you know, eight times before you're like, oh, that's how the thing on the roof works. OK, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's I yeah. think Ruby weapon is kind of a nice middle ground for um, reacclimating yourself a little bit and, and mm-hmm. you know, getting used to that kind of, you know, higher difficulty level of fighting. Yeah. Um, but it was it, it felt a little harder. And, and I think that's just could be the groups that I had on that roof or it could just, you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, um, you know, I, d- I did normal with the static and half did it before. So they were just like yelling out, like, here's what that is while it's happening. And I'm like, I'm I am very okay. used to doing that. That's OK for me. That's that's how I do it, because if 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 yeah. uh, if my wife plays because she's yeah. not big on like end game content like at all. She's she's yeah. like the I'll sit here and craft forever kind of player. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm like, well, if you want to get, get gear, we can do that. So that means I have to run through it. And I have to understand the mechanics. So then yeah. while we're playing next to each other on the couch, I could be like, OK, don't stand there. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for the for the roof, they're like, it does not work how you think it is. And it's happening at the time. And they're like, you need to do this and then this will happen. And it's like just chaos yeah. and yeah. fun. But yeah, you know, different experiences. So, yeah. but, you know, and, and I think it's it if it does feel harder. Right. The same yeah. around. I don't think that should be a surprise because I, I feel like. Yeah it's it's naturally gonna get a little it's harder should. like that's just I how know. right it yeah it's, the rpg part of the mmo means things escalate kind of you know like you get stronger it's it's that weird thing yeah you get a little bigger. bit stronger but at the same time you don't it's just yeah. everything just slowly yeah. kind of moves up and then mm-hmm. if you're not doing savage or extreme or ultimate it's just it's yeah it's a weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> hard to put into words but you guys but, get it. Like, you know yeah. what we're, we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy the difficulty. It's fun. Like, yeah. uh, you know, after like Hades Extreme, I was like, well, I wonder how Ruby Extreme is going to be. And it was, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's definitely fun. So cool. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, that's a good point. I, Hades X. Yeah. It, I mean, that's not to say, again, as always, yeah. any kind of content can be difficult for people, right? And yeah, yeah, there could no, be a mechanic course, that really trips you up. So, like, of course, of course, we're not saying that, like, that's it's so easy. You, yeah, <laughs> you no. know, like, not that. Um, yeah. But I was actually surprised, especially comparing to Shinryu. Oh, yes. How easy yes. Hades was compared to, <laughs> you know, like, at least how much more forgiving a lot yes. of the phases are. And, um, I mean, gosh, like, Shinryu X just felt like it was a beast and and not that it wasn't doable right but yeah. especially as like an extreme release of a primal mm-hmm. and early on in the cycle there were a lot of people that i think went in there and were like i'm Ooh. sorry what how <laughs> yeah. many target what happens when what and i do when how many things might there's icicles yeah. he you know like people really had trouble with some of it yeah. and um comparing it to hades i was expecting something almost on the same part of difficulty if not worse. Yeah. And then it felt as if it were almost like a step back yeah. where they went like, oh, that one was a little I, bit. You know, and, I, and I think it's important, too. Right. When you say at the beginning of the patch cycle. Right. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the big thing with that, because, um, you know, it, you get more and more people subscribing to 14, getting into 14. Um, and so for them, maybe Shadowbringers is their first expansion. They say, OK, you know what? Yeah. I'll try this content. And it's that idea of it getting harder as you go along. You want to make it not like super easy. 
but you want to yeah. make it approachable for people that haven't done that kind of content before, mm -hmm. get them into it. If they enjoy yeah. it, then you slowly increase the difficulty over Ramp time. Up. And I think, yeah. Yeah. And I think they're doing a good job because I feel as though Ruby weapon is probably the fight so far that has the spectacle, the technicality, and the fun together in one. The spectacle like, is just, so crazy in that fight yeah. that like I couldn't yes. focus on what was even happening. Right. I was just I was like just trying to see. This is so cool. <laughs> it's so good. I like literally as we talk about it, I can just hear mm -hmm. the like song yodeling yes. in the back. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So good. It's, it's so honestly so good. Right. And I think it was it was really exhilarating mm -hmm. to you know, come off of Hades X and then get into this and be like, yes, thank you. Like, it's just so mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. um, and it really got me excited for the rest of that set um, yeah. and the quests yes. around it, obviously, too. Oh, I but wait. I yeah, think it's, it's going to be really be, amazing. It's, I, yeah. I, I, uh, I it's it's hard. Like, I am as excited for Ruby Weapon, I think, as I am for or for that that arc. Right. Yeah. As I am for the, the MSQ. MSQ. Yeah. Like, same. it's it's right there for me. It's <sighs> So if you haven't done Ruby Weapon, go do Ruby Weapon. <laughs> go do Ruby. If you missed, if you the, missed us telling you earlier, this is us telling you again. Go do Ruby this, Weapon. Is that the title? Go do Ruby Weapon. Go, go do, do Ruby. Ruby you know what? Patch five, five point two hands on. Go do Ruby Weapon. Go do Ruby yeah. Weapon. <laughs> That'll work. Um, you know, Fusion. You did your little like breakdown list of rating, and uh -huh. um, I I would love. I mean, obviously, when we do our like full spoiler review, yes, we will go yes. very mm. much into ratings. But I'm curious, Aldino, what was your ranking of content? Sure, uh, I would have to say Ruby Weapon is definitely number one still. Mm -hmm. uh, I I loved it. It was so much fun. Uh, probably, yeah, definitely MSQ, and then Eden. But I'm I'm a little bit higher about it i just rate the top two you know like if ruby is number one then two mm -hmm. and three are like they're getting close i need to do more i need to do savage eden because i can't you know like that's mm -hmm. what's really gonna that's what i'm gonna be doing for the next however many months you know so yeah so for normal eden yeah i put it below the msq you know that's just the way that it goes and then everything else in whatever order i mean ocean fishing is a little bit higher up yeah. there Mine's probably yeah. ocean, mine's ocean fishing, and then no, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, I ocean think mine fishing, is yeah, ocean, ocean fishing's <laughs> creeping up real close on that MSQ in number two there. Um, <laughs> the sweet ocean fishing content has overtaken the story of Final Fantasy. No, it's I think mine's probably exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ruby Weapon really blew it out of the water for me. I think it goes to show that if you do something that completely like blows expectations out of the water i mean it's mm -hmm. it does just leave a mark yeah. and it is really funny to me that i think for all three of us right at like the top of it ruby weapon is like oh my god yes mm -hmm. and then at the bottom there's kind of the dungeon that maybe yeah. fell short of expectations yes, definitely yeah. and it's like that's so funny to me because i was fully prepared for that dungeon to be the thing yes, for me exactly. because like yeah. i loved i loved um even the one that we had previously, Academia, I love Amarat. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. Yes. And yes. it's not like, again, it's not like it was terrible and I think they should toss it out the window, but no. it is funny to me that like Ruby Weapon, I just did not even, I was like, it'll be fun. It's, it's interesting because you look at that yeah. idea of like what we've seen prior, right? You know, we've, we've had the Warring Triad, we've had the Four Lords, and while the stories weren't terrible, like 
yeah. I don't know if they were necessarily like, oh my god, this is so great. Yeah. So when you have the next one, you're like, oh, Ruby Weapon, like, okay, like that's that's cool. You know, we'll see. Yeah. And then they just like they're like they just hold you and punch you in the face with emotions <laughs> and all these yeah. different like the the entire feels wheel, right? Just everything <laughs> you hit every mark on it. What? And then you get to the dungeon where it's like, hey, you guys wanted more Amarot, here you go. And you're like, not like eh. this. <laughs> That's not such like a this. good way to put it. Ruby Weapon really feels like they just grab your little ragdoll body and just punch <laughs> just you push. in the face. And it's like, and then, and then it just steps on you with its really weird freak foot. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just terrible feet. Grinds you into the ground. I would like to confirm that for all our praise of the Ruby weapon, I stand by what was said last week when oh, Zen yes. and I both agreed very that feet. it has the most terrible feet of all time. And I hate them very bad, very, very bad yeah. hoofies, bad, bad, yeah. bad. It just it just but, it grabs you, punches you in the face, then just stomps you and grinds you into the field of emotion. Yeah, that's but the, rest that's of it the is Ruby good. weapon. <laughs> I did see a note in chat, though, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to touch on this because I totally sure. agree with it. Um, so Zoelia mentioned or Zo. Zoila, sorry, Zoila mentioned that they had to explain to people what was oh, happening yes. in the second half so of that. So that's race. that's the problem with this fight, and it's it's one of these things sure. where, um, how do you, right? The, our approach right now is how do we talk about it without talking about it? Because yeah, holy crap, spoilers. Um, yeah, once once we're we're two weeks out, um, or once we do our our deep lore, um, I think we can talk about this a little bit more and, and yes, point to yeah. things that will help people understand it more. But I don't want to do that yet because we're not even a full week out and I, I don't want to spoil stuff. But we do have things. Um, if you're people that have done it before, we do have things we have written on the site previously that talk about things. Yeah. And all I'll say you know. is and this, oh, this again, <laughs> I'm trying so hard. It's not hard to, because it's very hard not to do anything mm-hmm. that is adjacent to a spoiler here. All I'll say is this with the release of shadow breakers, we knew going into it. They told us a million times, like make sure you have done the other content in the game. Mm -hmm. And this is something that like, it is really tough, especially when you're a new player, because you just don't even know what the content is. And there's like a million icons, but when it comes down to it, this is what I'll say. And I would recommend this for anybody who even maybe hasn't done this stuff as you get into Ruby Weapon or, you know, maybe you haven't done Ruby Weapon yet Mm -hmm. and you want to go into whatever it is, right? Make sure that you are hitting the major content for every portion of the game. And that includes stuff like, you know, um, all the main story, all of the the primals, uh, make sure you do all those boys and like the bonus ones, things like the Warring Triad, that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? The little bonus quest set. Do do the big big three, right? MSQ, Trials, and Raids. And yeah. raids and raids yeah, encompasses really, yeah. 24 mans and mm-hmm. eight mans. And yeah. it's a little bit spicier with ARR because um, binding coils are very important to the A Realm Reborn story. Yes. They are the actual it's end of the story. Important. And if you have not done them, you probably have no idea. But mm-hmm. like you can go in and solo almost all of them at this yeah. point. And then the other ones yeah, you can do with like a handful of other people with it's you. close. Yeah, you can you can get through them with with two you can duo it because me me and my wife actually did that because she had never done okay. it. I, I had never actually finished it either yeah so but you those. can it, it'll take you a little bit of of strategizing and stuff maybe yeah. a little yeah. less so than when we did it um 
because you know they're not meant to be done by two people so they're yeah. not um, and there was there were difficulty yeah. changes in those yes. they were just one set of difficulty so like make yeah. sure you go in yeah. and you do it with like the undersized party do all the story watch all the cutscenes on those yeah. because especially with binding coils there are repercussions that i think we're going to be getting into as a whole yeah yes beyond all sorts of stuff and and you know the other um, thing too um and again without trying to spoil anything for anybody go go to our site gamerscape.com do a search for the lore train we have a lot of articles talking about a lot yeah. of lore aspects of the game because a lot of stuff that especially in the msq um without yeah. again without spoiling anything um there's a lot of stuff from 1.0 like yeah. a lot of questions from 1.0 that are, are starting to get answers. Um, and even if you're one of these people, it's like, I've done everything since ARR. You're still missing stuff. Unfortunately, yeah, I hate absolutely. to be the person to tell you that you you've done everything in the current game. Great. You still haven't done everything. Um, yeah. And you can't. <laughs> so anymore. go so. right. And you just you just can't. So go. Yeah. Go just look at everything. Um, once we get a few more weeks out here. Yeah. Um, when we kind of usually two weeks is kind of when we start mm -hmm. to say, OK, we'll talk a little bit more about it. We're doing three this week because we're skipping next week yeah. uh, or three this time around for this patch rather. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I will. I will be a little more upfront of like, hey, you should read this if you thought this was cool. So, yeah, um, otherwise, you know, without getting into specifics, go read our go go read our Lord Train posts. Yeah, yeah um, all of them, not any in particular, just all of them. Just do yeah. all of There's them. one about bears. That's really cool. If you want to yeah. do all the content in game, read the Gamer Escape Lord posts. Yeah. yeah, it will help a lot. It will help. We a actually lot. we actually just put out uh, a new one. Uh, part one of 5.0 summary. Uh, Ethis has been working on getting those out for us. Yeah. So it is a beast. It's 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 over. I think it's just over 9000 words or something for it's, part one yeah. of 5.0. Yeah. It's um, real big. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we're, we're working to get caught up with those. They take yeah. time. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just there's there's so much, so much cool stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we can't say anything more than that. We want to, yeah. but we can't because we're going to yeah. be good. Um, mm -hmm. So there you go. Um, any any last thoughts here on initial hands on with patch 5.2 other than root go do Ruby weapon <laughs> and, and mean, try not to let ocean fishing suck in your soul life. Yeah. yeah. 5.2, lots of content, lots mm -hmm. of feels, lots of unnerving giant feet. I like those are the <laughs> no. The three no. staples of 5.2 ends with really unnerving feet. Weird feet. Okay. Uh, no, it's yeah, I overall I think that this patch is not disappointed and I, I am really excited to not only yes. discuss all the spoilers because I think that's really where a lot of these like where did the big feels come from? How did the feet get so big? Where yeah. like all these questions that we need to answer will mm -hmm. be answered when we can do spoilers. I don't I don't think ones. we're going to get an answer about the feet. I don't I need Ethis to do a deep lore dive on these feet. <laughs> Ethis, Ethis, so hi. Uh, why is the Ruby Weapon's feet so weird? <laughs> well, well they, you know, Ruby Weapon did a, a foot bath and just exactly. fell asleep, and so they just pruned up. I thought and what you were going to say is, all of the weapons from 7, I think all of them do, uh, have the foot stamp. Like, that's one of their attacks. So, like, it's just funny to me. Like, that's in the list of their attacks. Foot stamp. Like, it's the yeah. least effective one, but I just, I just find it funny that they... There you go. ...have weird feet that may stomp on you. I'm not going to... Um, and grind you into the field yeah. of emotion. Mm -hmm. I'm not going <laughs> to spoil the fight, of course, but you know, big feet. The Go do Ruby weapon. 
that us a real niche audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it was really, It's. I think it's a really great patch. Yeah. I cannot wait to see yeah. what's going to come out with Boja. I can't yes. wait to see. I mean, like we talked about, I think there's a really good build here. So for me, overall, I think this was yeah. a really fantastic patch. And I think but, the, the prospect of additional story with Boja linking to MSQ is like mind-blowing. Like yeah, that's absolutely insane. insane. I love it. I can't wait. I cannot yep. wait. Especially as somebody that's been playing since 1.0, they're like, hey, this new uh, Relic Weapon Quest stuff, it's going to revolve around Boja Citadel. And you're like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that's one thing. That's wait. one final thing, I think. Um, mm -hmm. How how does everybody feel about the fact that the other trial we're getting, I don't know if you heard the details on this, but uh, it is supposedly one level of difficulty, and that level mm. of difficulty will be on par with Extreme, and it will be unique to the uh, Boja stuff this is what so I, I hadn't heard i heard hadn't heard the difficulty um but we did know it was coming the same patch as boja uh -huh. stuff yeah, um, i missed that i missed that so right yeah so that's 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 where i was saying it's going to be against gabranth because we know that gabranth right. is going to be one of the main in the that. main players in that yeah could that that makes sense yeah it would surprise me if it was that hard though like that yeah, i hadn't heard any weird of this, so. i'm curious <laughs> i mean there and again stuff that i've heard so i mean we need to like yeah of course Grain everything of, salt. of course great yeah, assault yeah. with this but that's mm. what i'd heard and that apparently with this there's been some discussion about them releasing almost two like plausible ways to do this kind of relic this time around mm. and oh, that one of them that we have heard closer, yeah. yes yeah, like yeah. one is going to be yeah. closer to eureka and then like the sort of grind and stuff but then you can also possibly do something that's more like this harder difficulty kind of run thing for it and and i'm not exactly sure how that's all gonna pan out but i didn't know if either yeah. of you had further thoughts silent makes an interesting point in the in the chat and this was this is actually a point i was about to bring up too mm -hmm. uh remember the Kamar the kamara and the hydra trials yeah. from 2.x yeah, relics those, like yeah. maybe that's that's yeah. this except it's the harder like path that. of yeah, yeah. It looks like Sakura I mean, is saying that this may have come from a Mr. Happy tweet that was a possible translation discussion from okay. his or a mistranslation from De oh, okay, yeah. yeah. There, I, sure. I do, I do remember. I forget what it was. I do remember that there was some mistranslations yeah. that came out of that. Yeah, uh, we are okay. purely in speculation town right here. I know, yeah, right now, yeah, like this. I still, <laughs> I, I still, hands down, <laughs> I, I think yeah. it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be against Gabron. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, just, I think that'd be awesome. It's gonna be very cool. I am curious yeah. to see how if there is this kind of branching and again, like them opening up the possibilities of like how you can tackle this. Are we going to be able to do like both styles if we want to yeah. mm -hmm. farm up whatever is there? If it's yeah, if I'm it's curious, if it's not Gabranth, just 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 to, to save face a little bit, if it's not Gabranth, my, my follow up would be it's the first primal that the Garlands ran into when invading Eorzea. Because that's another oh, big giant question mark no. that we have. Yeah, that's true. They that could link it into that. So cool. What if it's both of them? <laughs> it's both of them what that might like, be that might be pushing a little a little well, much they have the technology they're making you know the weapons to try and <laughs> yeah. replicate being able to control to yeah. control mm -hmm. the primals what if he has like the first primal on a leash and yeah. he's been keeping him as a pet back that in the room for citadel for a while and then we get to fight them both i think that would be a pretty epic fight I, that would be okay with me yeah okay <laughs> now, we're, now we're getting back into like into uh we're getting into like uh was it was it van van hydras with his weird ethereal tiger oh, thing yeah like whatever yeah, whatever, whatever that was, was. yeah that thing or the dragon 
and Shadowbringers. Like, what? Is, what was that? What? 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 Uh, Rajit or Ranji? Yeah. Oh, Ranji. What was that? What? I firmly believe that? that that could be. <laughs> I'm like, that is the thing yeah. that made me go, maybe Beastmaster is on the yeah. way or something I mean, like it cool. or a version of it. Or Ariange is just like on the side. He's like, I do not know what that is, but it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that I, is. I, I cool. cannot explain explain oh. it. Okay. That is so a what? strangely animate gigantic noodle. I does not understand. I felt personally attacked as a summoner during Eden, and I'll talk about it in the spoilers. Please remind me. There's a there's like a choice you can pick. And I picked the one that I thought would be funny, and they made me feel bad. So we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> player, player choice was on point for for yeah, some of these. Was. The was um, <laughs> the uh, the guitar, the Katari uh, Beast Tribe quests um, because they're gatherer based, right? So you start them as a gatherer, and it's like you know, oh blah blah, blah are you gonna help us? And like it's like worry not, I'm a botanist or you know whatever <laughs> job. It's just like so stupid. Like it's great, I love it. I can't wait to do more of those. Cannot oh, wait to do more. Yeah, um, I can't man. wait for the second part of this patch and everything that's coming in the future for sure. Yeah, there's some so much good stuff. Um, so next week, uh, this probably Tuesday ish, we'll have uh, 5.21. That's going to be Ishgard stuff. That's going to be DDM. Um, a little bit after that, we'll have uh, 5.25, which will be Boja content and that other trial that we don't know what it is. Probably mm-hmm. Gabronth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like, come on. Um, it's not going to be. I'm just going to have to eat my words. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> I'll, have well, to, I'll have to like make a cupcake with Gabronf on it and just shove it in my mouth during that episode. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, you know, Gaius. Just saying, like, there, there were very few people talking about Gaius constantly. Got that one. You know what? Of. You know what? I will give you, I will put the tin hat on for that. I guess, yeah. you know, I can see. Maybe we'll just fight um, like the ghostly shadows of everybody who well, got smote with Dollar Mode. Like Cape, <laughs> Cape Westwind Extreme. I mean, yeah. it's happening. What I was this saying is... is that you should give yourself more credit because you, specifically, you were bothering Koji about Gaius for a long time. You see, I mean, it was it was it was me and Moose. <laughs> yeah, I know. To be I know. to be yeah, fair, I right? <laughs> I know. I'll it's it's all these questions right. we were asking. Hey, so where's the hardest of beak? Where's Gaius? Where what's yeah. up with the Tabos? He's like, all right, we're just going to have to make an expansion to just answer these questions. <laughs> I'm tired of listening and here to we have our interviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. He always seems so excited to talk to us. Um, <laughs> but all right. So that's going to do it uh, for our initial hands out of 5.2. Uh, reminder again, next week, we will not be here. Um, the following week on March 7th, uh, we will be joined by Sly to do our patch 5.2 review week after that which will be march 14th uh we are planning to be joined by ethis and anonymous to just go all in on on all the all the lore all the story everything um mm-hmm. so if i our, our review will include spoilers but um we're gonna extend our kind of patch coverage out uh this time around and we're just gonna just go full ham on on lore so in a, in a mm-hmm. completely different episode so that's gonna do it here for us this week if you want, you can tweet at us at Aetherite Radio and Gamerscape. You can email us Aetherite Radio at Gamerscape.com. You can find us on Facebook and Discord at Gamerscape, discord.gg slash Gamerscape. Join our Aetherite Radio channel. And uh, we do have our Final Fantasy XIV spoiler chat. So if you want to talk to people about things that happened without just blatantly posting it on social media and being that guy, uh, you can do that. Join in, talk to other people about all the spoilers and everything that's been going on with Patch. Uh, And that'll do it, and we'll see you back here in two weeks. 